can't believe it All my dreams came true America voted And the country turned blue We wanted Joe Biden For the next four years We wanted Kamala Omar, what's your favorite your favorite line from Silk and Diamond? <laughs> he's your president. He's your president. <laughs> there it goes. <laughs> oh, Lord. Baby, bye. Yes. We literally just learned, a, what, an hour ago? About an hour. Yes. Yeah. We have just broke all kind of records and made all kind of history, Jesus. G- uh, Brittany, did you cry? I had a lump in my throat. Oh, um, that I had to, <clears throat> you know, and man up. I had to man up. But no, I was woman cool. up. We got a we woman got a up. Vice president. I had to, you know we we got a female black Asian vice pan Asian vice president. <laughs> like yes. whatever. And we have this Catholic president. If this ticket you, that they Brit- call it doesn't represent the United States, I don't know what does. So Britt, how do you feel about the Asian side? Is that you know, I have grown. <laughs> so for for Kamala, you know, I'm good. I love her. You know, I just want her to. Um, my issues that I had with her before was her just, you know, not owning just, you know, her work and like how hard she worked when everybody wanted to talk about how many people she had prosecuted and this, that, but see, and third. That's, that's interesting because if you think about black women, how often are we having to defend ourselves or you know downplay what I mean? or and I fucking hate that shit and when this shit was coming out about that I was like on like defense about her because I'm like you work for that you did your job you know what I mean like don't run from that you are what we consider to be successful and just because you're put on this platform now everybody want to talk about how your work had affected like the culture as a whole I mean, really? Like you're gonna put all that on her? And I, I just didn't. I just didn't like it. Now, does that mean I don't like her? No, I love her. Everything about her is is amazing, and is a great. She's a great like role model for those who are, you know, are these crazy ass kids. They got problems, <laughs> like, for right. real. I can. So Omar, I love it. How are y'all? How are y'all feeling? Uh, you know, uh, well, on, on one level. 
it, it obviously very different from four years ago. Um, and, and what I mean by that is, you know, I was just sharing with Omar the other day that the last election that everybody just thought was going to be a landslide, you know, uh, going towards Hillary. Um, I, I, I had gotten close. some 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 alcohol or whatever. You know, I'm sitting at the crib and, you know, I, I dozed off. I dozed off around like maybe seven thirty eight. And I didn't wake up for about two and a half, three hours later. So I woke up to the projection that Donald Trump was the next president. And it was like, you got to be shitting me, right? Yeah. So and was it, it, that it, night, it literally that felt same surreal. Night? Like, yeah, it was the we same didn't night. Even have yeah. To wait yeah, on. it was not protracted because once he started, you know, uh, when in certain states, um, yeah, he had already hit that 270 threshold. And it was just like, it almost felt like a dream. It felt surreal. So this go round, I was determined. To sit up, and so you know, it was it was obviously as we all experienced, it was a roller coaster because you know Ohio Ohio came out initially very strong for Biden, and so I'm like, oh, here we go, about to run away with it, and then you just start seeing him build these these totals up, and it's just like shit here we go again so we all go to bed like not really knowing how it's going to be and and at that time i didn't really hear a lot of people talking about how dramatic these um these mail-in ballots were going to be because he you know different states were doing it different ways like florida had already counted theirs and so that was tabulated inside of their totals i didn't know if that's what we were seeing from pennsylvania and so to wake up and to see you know this lead at five hundred thousand, it's just like oh get you know get out of here i'm already mentally preparing myself for the next four years and then you know over these next couple of hours and days it's been entertaining it's been entertaining to see that come from behind you know kind of and then you know i don't know it's 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 serendipitous especially especially with the uh like the avengers um you know they've been put doing spoofs of the avengers in game where you know the black panther and them came out and you know all that (laughs) stuff like those are the mail-in ballots coming back to save everybody and but you know, I just feel like while we all would have loved to have this decision election night due to the pandemic, you have more people, you know, vote by mail. And that's understandably right. Like you get it right. Why you would vote by mail. But then I really appreciated this process because I think a lot of people felt a certain type of way with Hillary because. A lot of people just didn't understand the electoral process. So we always thought from the surface, it was all about that popular vote. Like looking back and listening to a a lot of people who have issues with voting present day and having these discussions with primarily men, black men, and at least in my experience, why they feel the way that they feel is because honestly, it's just a lack of information. You didn't even understand the process to begin with. So when those results came back, you felt like something was happening that was done secretively, right? Mm-hmm. In this entire process over this last week, they keep calling it election night. I call it election week in America, right? And I've been saying that since Thursday. But in this entire process, each station, each outlet has like been breaking down like over and over what the process is, reminding the American public and those abroad that there are different laws that govern different states. So while we saw early results, even from mail-in ballots in Ohio, it's because Ohio was able to 
open those ballots and tally a lot of those ballots prior to election day, whereas in Wisconsin, Mich- Michigan, Phil- um, Pennsylvania, Arizona, Nevada, they can't touch them until after in some of those states, the close of the polls on election day and in other states, day of. Right. And so that's why you saw a lag in counting those ballots, why it was so difficult especially in Georgia, because now you got these really large numbers because you have such a larger turnout. And I think if anything, this entire week has been so vital and people just understanding like, what is the process? What what is right? What is wrong? And then when he got up there and started talking about all this fraud, um, what's that CNBC cut him off didn't even play the whole thing I watched it on CNN but then went back and um, caught a clip of them airing it on CNBC with um, Stephen Shepard I don't even think that's his real name but I know Shepard or something they cut him off and then fact checked him as he was talking like listen this is not true this is categorically false this is this is untrue. This is the reason why it's untrue. And I'm like, do you understand? Do do people understand I like just, how much they've learned this week? I like this is so important. This is, um, I guess, a little bit after the fact, but it feels like by now, like the the media and Ike, you and I have talked about this, but they they have to take some responsibility in the way that the country has been sort of ripped. Uh, into this stark division because, you know, he he could get up there and make wild comments and then the the reporters will all air it live and then fact check later and X, Y, and Z. And it's like, after the first couple years, like, I understand he's the president, so you have to air certain things, but why not then air things later after you fact checked or just this was just a bunch of misinformation and we should not be airing it at all you know what i found out casey at first i thought that the trump supporters were all like following gossip news like their breitbarts and all of that stuff right and i'm like how could you how could you stand behind unsubstantiated information from a source that you know that you can jump on and change the information right but then it through this process from time to time i would switch to fox news just to hear what they were reporting because for me this is a moment of truth right this is a moment where you kind of got to put your tail between your legs and just call a spade a spade I was blown away to see how Fox News reporters were fueling the fire that Trump was spewing the lies talking about that was expected. I think it's the media that intended to try to be impartial or accurate or whatever. I feel like. Fox News has long ago stopped giving a shit. It's just we protect our party. Whoa, 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 but, whoa, but, whoa, but, whoa, whoa, but whoa. wait, quick, but quick, that's quick, my quick, question. Quick correction, quick correction, because everyone says this. I, and I always got to, you know, correct. No, no. Wait, wait, hold on. I watched I, wait, this wait, shit wait, this wait, week. Wait, wait, They're wait, terrible. Wait. Can I talk? Can I talk? I'll let you talk. Can I, can I talk? <laughs> Omar. Jones Omar. Jones Omar. Omar. I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish. Hey, I got a shit ton of energy today. So Don't here's the thing. And, and, and I explain this to a lot of people because a lot of people are like, oh, Fox News, Fox News. And I, I get it. Right. One, you shouldn't go to Fox News for the news, right? But <laughs> there are certain people like Chris Wallace is respectable. And he and he is on Fox News. And there's a couple other people that Trump has been lashing out at. 
at Fox News because they're not the opinion shows. But if you think about the Tucker Carlson, the Sean Hannity, those are opinion shows. Right. You should watch them for news, name? right? Because, you know, people tried to sue certain shows on Fox News in the past. And judges have ruled, like, no, that's an opinion show. Like, if you don't know the difference between a news show and an opinion show, that's kind of like your own fault, right? You need to do a little bit more research. Right. But, but there my- are but there are <clears throat> legit journalists on Fox News, right? But, and what you saw is most of those people were the ones covering it. Now, you still had your Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity on giving their opinion. But even, like, when you watch the count, like, Fox News called Arizona. And yep. Trump flipped out. Yep. Carl Rupert Murdoch. <laughs> like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Stop giving him the numbers. And two, stop calling him president-elect. And you had Fox News journalists who kept calling Joe Biden president-elect, even after Trump was like, no, stop doing that. You know. Yeah. So, again, I, I understand the conversation where you know we try to rip an entire network apart. But, but you got to no, understand the Murdochs, I, honestly, the Murdochs went, don't like Trump. Right? Went, the Murdochs I, don't like Trump. No, no, no. But, Omar, I went based on what you said in that virtual show we had that – there's never been a network that like campaigned for someone. So that's honestly why I said it. Cause I actually think that you're rather informed in that area with the well, Sean Hannity, with the Sean Hannity and Tucker okay. Carlson. Okay. But there are some journalists on Fox news that try to cover it, that try to be even right. Like absolutely. And because, you're going to always have that. But, and, and I think that that's, that's the issue that I'm having right now because not all of Fox news is fuckery. So you got people specifically Trump supporters, right, who are watching Fox News and they consider it to be legitimate news. So now you got you got more journalists than you do journalists who are actually reporting accurate information. You have more journalists who are reporting, you know, all of this, you know, opinion information that actually excites you know those those um, ideas of um, it's all opinion. of this, it's right, right, right? All this opinion and they're, shit, and they're right. not considered journalists. They're what they are is uh, their opinions, right? They're debaters. These are people that are trained debaters that go on to have an opinion show. Now, I totally agree that the people that support Trump are watching these opinion shows, like the Sean Hannitys and and the Tucker Carlson, and that's where they're getting their news, which is not news. But again, like the way the judge overruled was like. If you're not intelligent enough to know a difference between a news show and an opinion show, it's I think a lot the, of them America there. has a bigger problem, right? And it's not the news. Yeah, right? it's <laughs> you know, it, it like I, I think America has a bigger problem, and and even though I don't think that it's it's fair to say that um, everybody has an, an equal amount of blame. I do think that you can spread some of the blame out, though, right? Like now, obviously. Fox News has has gone deeper in the mud than anyone else. But even the network that I watch the most that 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 I actually appreciate the most, which is CNN, they can get into the muck a little bit. And what I mean by that is, is this this culture that we're in with the punditry. Right. Like anytime that you want to have a 24 hour news network, there comes a point where you start running out of shit to say. And so the moment that because because once I give you the facts, right, I can't just continue to repeat the facts. Now I've got to put this panel in front of you and say, OK, tell me what you guys think about this. Right. And 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 that is where I think all the networks start to blend the line or, or blur the lines between what was fact and how I feel about this. Right. What's my interpretation of this information? And I think that 
when we watch all of these things, we all have these, um, and, and it's unfortunate because it's not going away, right? Like, because uh, we all have those characters or those personalities that we identify with. And when we see a likeness in someone or, oh, I like the way that this person sounds or, you know, the way that they think, you know, it, it's very easy to start taking your cues from that person. So now I now I'm not going to process the information on my own. And maybe I disagree with Van Jones here. Right. But no, if Van Jones said it, shit, I, he's normally on point. So I'm just going to believe, you know, 100 percent of what Van Jones says. And to your point, Omar, I do agree with that. Like that, that, that that's on us. That's on us, right, as as Americans to be able to make to care enough to process the information and come at our own decision. Okay. Right. Like, I yes, they a... are duping us, but we're 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 allowing ourselves to be duped because I I think critically. And when I hear someone say something that I don't agree with, even people on social media. Right. I might sit up and be like, man, I really like the way the sister thinks. But now nah, I totally disagree with that right there. Right. And a lot of people don't have that ability to do that. They have given over their critical thinking capacity and they just follow blindly whatever it is that so, these people you know the way so they basically watch fox but, news to get talking points to argue with people on facebook about basically. right exactly. but my my question though to to your point i like y'all know that uh that meme with the guy that has his lips pursed out like mm, i don't know like that guy yeah. y'all remember mm-hmm. Right. So when you were just talking about that, it's on us as Americans to uh, think critically and all that. Like I read something about how, um, you know, this election was very telling about America, especially after how like this, even not even just the last four years, but the last or this particular year with, you know, in a crazy amount of covid deaths, you know, Black Lives Matter, just so much unrest um, and Someone said, based on the way that the election results have come out, that America doesn't have a, like, divided problem. Uh, White America has a divided problem. Like, what's going on and the reason that so many people are voting for Trump is a white problem. Like, as far as, like, the black, Latino, overwhelmingly, yes, you have some, some who have sort of started to lean right and things like that. But for the most part, every other group has figured it the fuck out. Like, we don't, it doesn't, it feels like black people have a much better, and I'm not saying that we're incredibly informed. I don't want to, to, um, I think that we have a long way to go as well in a lot of senses, but I feel like black people do a good job of telling what, telling when somebody is on some complete bullshit and you selling me wolf tickets. And so is it our, is it our problem? We are Americans though still. Right. And I think that the tough part of being a black American sometimes is we can't even vote according to our interests based on financial interests or religious interests or whatever. Like we have to base it on the fact that we're black and the fact that just our blackness is, is sometimes in danger. So, and that's a, and that's a good I don't, point, case. And I think one of the things, I think the challenge with that, and I think we may have had this conversation before it's because being black in America, you are the minority, right? So sure. you, you, you know, you have to vote your blackness first, right? Yeah. right? Where if you're white American, like the 70 million people that voted for Trump, they didn't see an issue with it as long as the economy's fine, right? right and right. so, you know, even when you're like, you know, well, we got 70 million people that we know for sure are racist. But, you know, let's be honest. A lot of those people, the things that were going on in the media didn't impact them, right? If I'm white in rural America, 
Black Lives Matter is not. It you ain't know, even or just police rural brutality. America. But we gotta, it's we not gotta just stop. white people no, no, that I'm, voted for him. There was a lot of black and Mexican people it, that it voted was, for him. It was, but not in the not in the. So you know that that is the narrative, and I understand. Like, and, and somebody made a point. Um, I want to say it might have been Charlemagne. He made a point that he, while he didn't agree with a lot of black men's politics, the ones that did begin to vote for. Uh, Donald Trump this election I think it was like 18% or something like that he was glad to see that they were now no longer just kind of going with the status quo which is what most of us have done we've you know sort of blindly voted Democrat and he was like I don't agree with with them voting for Trump but I do like that as you know as voters they don't feel the need to just vote because so, and, and and real quick I, and I totally agree with that but where I disagree with that this wasn't the president for that, that, right. that thank that you part, Omar thank, thank you Omar right. yeah. thank you this right. was not that time to do not that yet. there is nothing right. wrong with yeah. being Republican there's nothing right. wrong with being Republican if anything I feel feel like I'm more conservative than I am Democrat but the reason why I went so hard for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris is because we have a current sitting president that tried to put in a fucking Muslim ban in addition to to that every fucking day of his presidency has been a threat to the fucking United States this is where I live and unfortunately we live in a, in a world where I have to put my blackness first yeah, because I, of um, where the fuck we came from so you know, and, and I don't understand how other people of color can dismiss that shit we talk all the time about can you separate the artist from the person we have canceled michael jackson we have canceled r kelly we have canceled tons of black artists we, we have done fuck our shit. cousin who owes us 15 you, you feel what right. i'm saying casey but then you let this bitch get up on tv and talk all this shit call out white supremacist groups and you want to sit here and fucking talk to me about policy you voted for policy not the person bitch you you're not even qualified to sit at that table the policy he's putting in place are for his million dollar friends are you making six figures no you're yeah, not you, like we had i think we've gotten to a place where we don't we don't and i don't know if trump did this but we've gotten to a place where it feels like the president instead of um being a, a person who wishes to to do the job for all americans you know he he was very clear you know the red states are who i'm focused on and it's absolutely like, you know it, while at this while i understand you know joe biden has come out as you know wanting to unify america and all that all of that sounds lovely and i know today for me especially it did feel like a weight lifted it has been a fucking really dark time but at the same time like uh i was watching cnn and rick santorum he's a, the you know, Republican. Mm. Yeah, on that panel. I feel bad for him sometimes. Fuck that guy. Sometimes, um, but he's a total tool. He's a yeah, he's a total tool. tool yeah, but I do feel tool. bad for him sometimes. I don't. Let me and, tell and you. And it'd be he's funny. Just misunderstood. That's all. Fuck that guy. Fuck out of here. He ain't misunderstood. But he got a hard job. He got a hard job sitting up there. Yeah, because he toes the line. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. He does toe the line. But yeah, he did make a point that I agreed with today. He said something about basically, you know, unifying the country. It can't just be in in um, t a talking point. So basically, right. if if we somehow, you know, if Democrats end up getting those two seats in Georgia, those Senate seats, and Joe Biden goes on to 
disrupt the way politics are done in Georgia, if he uh, expands the Supreme Court, if he does all of these really progressive things, that is not going to unify the country. And my question to you guys, and we've talked about this before, because, you know, I was like, is, you know, Republicans who do whatever the fuck they they um, they have to 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 sort of um, be in unity should the should the Democrats, if they somehow get control of of the House, the Senate, and the White House, should they take this time to undo the electoral college to do all these things no. that? Okay, no. we don't got time no. for that. No, we don't no, got no, time no. For I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not just talking. I'm I'm talking about things like forgiving, like really radical, like forgiving student debt, like reparations, like all kinds of shit that will. There's no way it could be done with the Republican Senate, for instance. So I, I agree. Mm-hmm. Like there are certain policies I would like to see passed, mm-hmm. but. I know that a lot of people talk about because they would do it is what I'm saying. Like on some radical shit, Republicans would do what the fuck they have to no matter how it impacts everyone else. So that's my question. Uh, I want the Electoral College to stay in place. You know what I mean? For a million different reasons. Right. Like Isaac and I had this conversation the other day. And even you hear like, you know, black, you know, leaders talking about like we need to get rid of the electoral college and i'm like a lot of people don't understand how the electoral college works right like the electoral college give black people a voice which we never have right you want the black vote okay you know you have to move the black people here 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 and you wouldn't have that if you just went with the popular right because we're a minority if you just went with the popular but vote, it's not just us voting win. you only need to win a few yeah states, but white right um, you need to win a few states most, oh, most, right. most right. democrats have won the last eight elections and only three or four of them got elected president they got the popular votes right right that's what i mean like but you wouldn't need minorities you wouldn't need a minority vote at that point right you just but need we the never most benefit votes. from a uh, from ele- electoral but the college. electoral college we do because we can go to we can go we can ask for things. Hey, we want this for the black community. We want this in order to sway the vote. And but if we're all in these big, you, how do you have 55 uh, electoral votes in California where, you know, you have millions and millions of people, 20 million people living there. And in Montana, how many electoral, like, hold on. These well, niggas well, that's, have way but, too But that's many what I'm saying. Well, Sam, well, like, because if you're, yeah. if you're, if you're, if you want the black vote and, and you don't, and, and you only have a popular vote system, the black people don't have any negotiating power at that point. Neither do Latinos, neither do Asians, right? Because Honestly, if you just it is not benefited vote, us. You just want everyone to come out and vote, right? It doesn't yes. matter. Like, you can't ask for anything without the Electoral College in place. But uh, to I the disagree. other point, like, I think there's a lot of things that can be done, uh, you know, if you have the right people in place. Uh, but, you know, I just wanted to make a point earlier that I didn't get to is when you think of here's the thing about I thought about the president right one it was really hard for journalists to cover him because you've never dealt with anything like him right you don't know what the fuck's gonna come out of his mouth by year three though y'all figure (laughs) that shit out but you know what was funny to me is that time where he went to the that global summit and the other world leaders was laughing at him and he left early he got back mm. on the plane and decided to come home and bully America and shit to, to feed his ego. <laughs> he is a it was that child. moment I knew it was a wrap, right? And and this what it felt. This what it felt like, right? Having him as a president, it's like you wouldn't let your friend go out bogus, right? Like if Isaac came out with some shit on, I'm like, man, what are you wearing, man? Go change, man. You got us out here looking bad. <laughs> that was the president. Like this is our president, right? And he got us looking bad everywhere, not just everywhere. in the country, all over the world, and people. 
from other countries like, hey, man, what's up with y'all president, man? He wilded out again. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Mind your business. And, <laughs> and, and, and I even felt that way. Like, and I think the, the, the White House, there should be true leadership in there. Like where you go to another country, like we're America. Like you should be respected. Like people should be running up to you to talk to you. They were running away from him. Like, we don't want to yeah. have anything to do with this dude. And to me, that's embarrassing, right? Because you wouldn't want your friend out there like that. Like, when the dude threw those shoes at George Bush, I felt some way about that. I'm like, wait a minute. Right. Did you just right. throw some shoes at my fucking president? Right. Are you on your fucking shit, mind? Why are you, you throwing shoes? Mind? You was about to pull up. But if that was Trump, I wouldn't care. I'd, like, I'd be like, what? damn, he missed. You should have threw some more shit at him. <laughs> right. Aim high, Willis. Aim high. <laughs> Aim high. <laughs> but no, li- listen, there was a, there was a, uh, um, a tweet uh, or a series of tweets that I saw and, and it kind of goes into uh, what you guys were just talking about a moment ago um, by a woman uh, well, well her handle is Ida Bay Wells it's kind of funny <laughs> I've seen her um, before That's right funny. and so uh, she says again again we see how expertise in race racism racial history uh, is an essential but underdeveloped journalistic skill that Latinos Asians and white votes are split is not surprising it is the uniformity of the black vote that is exceptional And it stems from a singular racial experience. Black Americans, because of a history of chattel slavery and racial apartheid, have been forced into a monolithic vote, even as they hold diverse political views. That's because every aspect of black Americans lives was legally and socially constrained to their designation as black. A black doctor, a black immigrant, a black northerner, a black evangelical were all barred from schools, jobs, housing, libraries, parks, voting, by law, by custom, by policy. Their individual attributes were literally irrelevant. Their citizenship and rights always contested. Thus, black Americans have a shared history and shared racial experience that is singular in its uniformity. And black Americans have always had to vote their civil and human rights over any other concerns or political issues. That is a different experience from other groups. And that's kind of what we were talking about. Right. What you was also just saying a moment ago. Oh, in terms of how like this wasn't the the hill to die on. To express your individuality, right? Like when when you have someone that is literally sitting on the debate stage that is telling people to stand down and stand by, you know, that is buddying up to all of these, you know, you know, racial groups. And see, here's the thing, right? Sometimes, man, we get it fucked up because we think just because this is 2020 that, you know, uh, we are far and beyond you know, uh, uh, oh, yeah, stuff like that can never happen. You know, they said the same shit in Nazi Germany, right? Yeah. Like when when, 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 when historians <laughs> really real. go back and trace that stuff, right? Like it wasn't like, you know, you saw this stuff, you know, brewing or, oh, they were always like that. It's like, no, nah, you had a, a, a pretty com- charismatic character in Hitler that knew how to speak to certain people's evils and certain mm. people's demons, you know, and he knew how to utilize that. And then it almost got quelched for a moment. And then I heard that he shifted, you know, changed tweaked a couple of little things and before you know it you had this growing you know um movement that 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 turned into the holocaust right and and it's like you know we're supposed to look at history and And learn learn from from these things you know what i'm saying and it's like now let me trump Trump did peel back a scab and he has exposed some things because listen as much of of a of a weight that has been lifted i'm gonna be honest man this is this is a success with an asterisk because that nigga still got 70 
million, million votes, you guys. Like, that means yeah. that, like, and here's the thing. It ain't like, oh, just dodge those states where those people are at. Nah, they are here in Chicago. Yeah. Chicago voted 40% Trump. That means that in the neighborhoods that you frequent, right, right. you might be in a neighborhood that is hell. And if you leave Chicago, it's all red. You know, all like, red. we got to we gotta understand yeah. that this that, that these are the people that we are living around. It's yeah. not like, and oh, yeah, we won. That, it's like. To that point, like, and, and this is uh, to maybe the one and a half white people that may listen to this podcast but um, <laughs> but you know it it could be said or you know to your point Ike that you know when black people sort of live in these urban areas or in Chicago LA New York Atlanta Detroit you know it's for for you guys your experiences you may not see that sort of open and overt racism you may see it a little more now because trump is his emboldened people in a way that i haven't seen in a long time but you know here in uh arizona there was a young lady she was coming out of barnes and noble and i think it was like shortly after one of the debates um some old white woman no no no. it was shortly after the george floyd situation and like black lives matter was being painted all over the country on the you know different streets and stuff like that and um she pulled up on her and she put a gun to her face and she said something about get out of my country and all this. Stuff. This is just a black woman born here, you know, just living her life, trying to get a fucking book. And they put her on the news and all this stuff. Um, and a white man came and stood between them. And he was like, bitch, if you don't put your fucking gun down, you know, he it, but, you know, the black woman was shaking like what the fuck. And like for me, I see anytime I see really big trucks and, you know, they have these big ass obnoxious Trump flags. Like it was one thing to have like a bumper sticker of George W. Bush on it. But it's another to see some of this stuff. It might as well be a Confederate flag. Right. And so for Trump, me, Trump I, is the new Confederate it, flag. And you know what? And it, 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 so the point is where I am in Arizona, I don't have the comfort of feeling like, yeah, but pull up, you know, I'm in Chicago, come up to right. the South side. Like I don't have that. So don't assume that every black experience is monolithic and that, you know, we're insulated from this shit. And just because motherfuckers aren't burning crosses on lawns, that this yeah. shit's not dangerous for it's us. It's not. Absolutely. And Casey, that's what I could not understand. Again, there is nothing wrong with being Republican, right? There's nothing fucking wrong with it. And we can have a real conversation about policy, about procedure, about process with a regular Republican candidate. Talk to me if it was Mitt Romney. Talk to me if it was anybody else. Hell, Paul Ryan. Anybody else. Now, fuck that nigga, man. I mean, I'm fuck sorry. him. But, I mean, just anybody else. But when you got somebody who's running off of pure hate and exciting the, that, that, that shit that we're trying to get away from, the shit that Republicans be like, okay, well, we don't need, um, what's the shit that he was trying to get rid of? Um, not uh, reparations, but... Um, affirmative action. Affirmative fucking action. Oh. We don't need it. We don't need it. We don't. Yeah. It, Here we go. Honestly, I, Here I we feel go. like Ahmad Arbery was proof enough that if white people do some shit in the right state, ain't shit gonna happen to the people. No, involved. they did not reelect that bitch. No, I she understand lost, that, but she, that was because of the outcry, because it became right, news. But the right. shit happened in what January, and they didn't and we do didn't, anything we didn't, until May. Yep. 
Because it, that's when it hit social that's media. That's when it got the news. It yeah. hit social media right after George Floyd. Like, wait a minute, y'all tripping about George Floyd? What about this? Yeah. This is a lynching. So it is. But obviously you guys don't like overt racism. So you know, overt back, racism? Yeah, I need you to hide it. Now I need you to lie to, to me. We're going to get back to normal. So we like our racism normal. Is that right? Just right. normal racism. A little seasoning. A, a little, little, a little light seasoning. You know, you know a light yeah. season, a little systematic, yeah. where you, you don't get the job and you be like, man, they was racist and you go about your day. Right. I don't need but that not, robust racism. I don't want you, know. you pulling little, up because let me tell lies. you, I done lost my I done lost my life that day. A white bitch pull up on me, pull a gun on me, and say, bitch, get out of my country. I'm going to pull mine, and I'm letting off my entire magazine on that hole. Oh, did I tell y'all I finished my concealed carry class? <laughs> oh, Congratulations. God, so I'm just, out here. I'm out here packing. So Jared already said, Jared already <laughs> said, we'll ride down to Arizona. And save you on a hey, horse. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. Uh, wait a minute. We got uh, our Brittany, pieces Brittany, and we legal. Brittany, and we got a Florida license. Are you about to be a part of the Not Fucking Around Coalition? Listen, I, I love I that have, coalition. Wait, I have banned Jared from participating in the Not Fucking Around. He's talking about I when they come to it. Chicago, I'm joining. I say, let me tell you something. We can support. We can donate money. We can even come and serve Gatorade if we want. But you're not joining the Not Fucking Around Coalition. That's not happening. Is that not the yeah. best okay. name of a coalition of all oh, time? It is the it, best is name hilarious. ever. It why? is, it is it amazing. Was, I feel like they are you know, not getting enough appreciation. It's, it's, it's wild, right? Because, you know, I, I'm, 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 I'm obviously, you know, pro Second Amendment, you know, um, but I do think that as a nation, we got to be very, very cautious uh, with this space that we're in. You know what I mean? Um, because it's it's you know, it's, it's one thing to say I've got uh, weapons so that I can, you know, pr- protect myself and my family, you know. But when I start to see these large groups and I'm not even talking about the NFAC, because I, I believe that that was a response to what they see other people doing as they are arming themselves and starting to take to the streets. You and know. it's beautiful. You know, it's, it's, it's beautiful. But, but, well, I mean, it, it's, it's, I, I, it's I think beautiful. it's necessary. I don't know if I would say it's beautiful. And the reason no. I say so is because one, one bullet fly, all bullets fly and you got a yeah. lot of death. Right. And, you do. and all I'm getting at is this is, this is a problem. This is an issue that is uniquely American because overseas they don't have this kind of fucking issue and they no. also don't have this kind of love for guns like we always have, right? Overseas, there are some places where voting is, if you don't vote, you go to jail. It's a crime. Voting is mandatory. Yeah, There's just, some countries where that is the thing. You you live here, you pay taxes here, you must vote. You don't vote, you'll get fined. Even, like, I'm pretty sure jail time is, is an option if you're, like, a repeat offender. <laughs> but it's it makes sense. Like, to me, I just feel like... You're living here like you are contributing to everyday life, whether it's negative or positive. Like, why wouldn't you want a say in what the fuck is going on? I agree. Yeah, I do. I see all these people develop these, that thought because I'm no, I'm, I'm just saying I, I see these people with these guns and, you know, and, 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 and I think that even though a lot of people haven't really um, spoken uh, largely on it uh on the news because you know nobody wants to seem anti second amendment um i don't know if they see what i'm seeing right okay i'll kick it i'll kick it like military coalitions spread out 
across the right. United States. In case Joe Biden wins, they ready to take action. And 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 and, and here's the and deal. we are because, not because because oh you can you can you can tap in with this one from from personal experience of what we know being in the hood. How easy it is for a big ass fight to break out. How many times have you been? In the schoolyard or, you know, it's just a bunch of niggas and then just two people start arguing about some dumb shit normally. But somehow it turns into a whole melee. Right now we got 40 people on this side with semi-automatics, 40 people on this side with semi-automatics. And all it's going to take is for one person. Right. To pull that trigger. And then at that point, it's reactionary. And it's like, I don't know if America is it. It's one thing to see it and to feel it. It's another thing when it actually happens, right? Because, see, now, right, because you want to know who the real gangsters are is the American military, right? And I don't give a fuck how many of these little militias they think they got. You, you're you not going to do America better than America can do America. They've been preparing for this shit for years. That's why they got tanks and shit uh, uh, with the local police officers and shit, right? Like, they, they, they can go there. If if it's time to go there. Right. And then now you look up and you got martial law instituted. Now we are living in a completely different country than we've ever fathomed where you got to have special papers to go to the damn grocery store or something like that. And it seems this seems bizarre. This seems large, but it don't when I see a hundred and something odd people lined up with AR-15s, you know, uh, uh, watching people counting ballots. It's like, OK, you guys like 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 keep on. Keep on because what? because 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 here's the deal. Ain't nobody ain't ain't nobody ready for that. We Nobody can take over America like that. Right. So it's like keep your guns to protect your family. But this little bullshit that y'all trying to kick off. All right. Go off if you want. And to. the problem with My black people is it's, it's so few of us is, you know, as is, is much as it feels like our whole world is is other black people. We are only 13 percent of the population and most of us don't have guns. So to assume that we are about to have some sort of civil war with white America, who a lot of them have guns and they have bunkers of guns, we're not going to win that war. And like, and like, and, and what does winning look like? Casey? Like, what does shit, shit look like? I don't know, niggas. <laughs> what I take over your house now? You I know don't I mean? know. Like I, we're all dead. We probably. all fighting over land that none of us owns. You know what I'm saying? This is the United States own this shit. All you doing is leasing it. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. But everything that you think you own, I guarantee you, I can prove to you how you only lease it. You think you own that land? Don't pay your taxes and see if you own that land. You yeah. think you own that cell phone number? Don't pay it and see if somebody else don't have them 10 digits. So everything that you, your damn email address you don't own. Gmail owns that shit. Nothing in this nation we own. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like play around if you want to. And that's why you can't have a person like a Trump in office because all he's doing is stoking these fires. You know what I'm saying? And it and it's also like, demonstrates how or highlights how important it is leadership or how important leadership is symbolically. It's not right. even just about policy and all of this stuff. It really is the actions of the person at the top. And we and we could uh, disagree on that all day long as Americans. But even think about at your own company, wherever you work, even during this um, during this pandemic, especially in the onset, 
I remember our CEO sending out emails and trying to keep us in good spirits and things like that. Like, imagine if our CEO was like, we're doomed, y'all. We finna die. Everybody go home. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, people don't recognize how important, like, leadership can help to keep calm. It does start at the top. It, it is what it is. And we don't have to believe in that. But think about think about it in your own home. Like, whoever the, the head of household is, if you're panicking, the fucking kid's going don't lose their goddamn mind like right it, it's just you know <laughs> everybody you're, running you're around tweeting, screaming and you tweeting out conspiracy theories <laughs> at the same time out consp- <laughs> and, and, and and that's my thing right and that's even what i was saying about rick santorum you know like you know he's 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 the more tolerable one that they can put on the panel but i'm waiting for what what the fuck does donald trump have to say or do to where he gets overtly a hundred percent repudiated by all people, and like this, this whole well, well, yeah, well, and we still. Yeah, I didn't, do, like, I didn't agree why with that. Always but... trying to do this shit, dog. Because my thing is, if it was, if it was Doctor Umar Johnson, okay, right. that was that was in Trump's position. Or, or in any type of position, saying the exact same thing, but it was a Dude, black Trump, man. I guarantee uh, you, Obama had everybody. Denounce, uh, pa- what was the pastor? It, or, yes, uh, Reverend Wright. Yeah, yes, exactly. he had pastor, you know what I'm right, Isaac. You said what? Didn't you used to go to his church back in the day too? Well, well, well. I wasn't a member, but 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 the, the few times I went and he spoke, man, he was an amazing. He was an amazing speaker. I would give you that I much, heard man. He was like good. he, oh, he was the shit. Like that's why Obama used to go there. That's why Obama couldn't fully get because he he knew he was sitting in them damn pews. Because no, Reverend Wright was the shit. But but uh, <laughs> but no, like like yeah. When, when I watch these people pander and like and the thing that frustrates me the most, right? It's the same way with this uh, pandemic. And we've talked about this in in other areas on this podcast, how people don't care about shit until it affects them personally. Right. Like cancer never mattered to you until your mother passes away from it. And now all of a sudden it's it's your life's duty. Right. To educate people. And you're doing cancer walks in the whole nine. It's like people think that this shit is for play until somebody pull up on your front yard and they coming at you with the heat. So all of these like white Republicans that's been like uh, seeing the shit that he's stoking, these fires that he's stoking, they feel insulated because they feel like even if shit did kick off, they are somehow safe or they are protected. I hope that if the shit were to kick off, that it pulls up to their front yard because then all of a sudden you'll start see them whistling a different tune. You, you know, know what I'm saying? Been, now all of a you sudden know who the shit I've been is thinking real. <laughs> I've been thinking about that white couple um, mm-hmm. that was on the lawn with their guns. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And and what's yep. funny is, you know, Trump had mentioned something happens with them. I'm going to immediately pardon them. Uh, mm. If that trial occurs after January, I am very interested. They to should see. delay it because of COVID. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> like you can't well, just. Here's another thing, you know. too. He claimed victory over coronavirus, okay. right? As we go into it, he says we G- beat it. Him and, and GW. So they, said, so they said, "You're not going to talk about." It. He's like, "Why are we going to talk about it? We beat it." And he flat out said this, and the number spiked to like <laughs> <laughs> the most we've ever had. Yeah, it was so, like a record breaking. Like the next day, it was like a hundred thousand. And then they asked, "Dude, what's the name the chief of staff about it?" And he says, "We're not going to beat coronavirus." I'm like, "Y'all just put out a statement." I swear to God. And he's like, Guess "We're done. We're done with coronavirus." Can y'all make a United what statement? I heard. What? I heard that um, what Trump is doing because he realized that he lost. He's asking all of his supporters to donate to this fund to contest the votes because in each state that he orders a recount, he has to pay for it. 
Yeah. Okay. But I mean, he said he said he's asking him to to, to he, donate to a fund. To d- donate Ooh, to a fund. That's a there's, money move. So that's hold on, wait, 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 Ike, you just took it out of my mouth. So, um, there's some lady I can't remember. I think it's in Pennsylvania or I think it's in Michigan. Which Michigan? They say he shouldn't even try because he's losing beyond a hundred and like fifty thousand votes. And so he's still trying to get Michigan to do a re a recount. But what I heard was he's getting all of these people to donate to his campaign because he, of course, raised much less money than Joe Biden did um, during this um, election. And he's not actually going to do the recounts. He's not actually going to put that litigation through the courts. He's going to take their money and basically run because he needs some money to relocate. Like his whole thing is he has to go because once his time is up, everything that Nancy Pelosi and them wanted to stop, everything that they stopped doing and prosecuting him with his um, impeachment, with his, you know, treason and tax fraud, all of that's going to come to fruition. Oh, the New York, the New York uh, AG is waiting on him. Like she already said, like, listen, the IRS, the IRS waiting on that ass too. Everybody. (laughs) And so because the sitting president can't be brought up on charges, he is going to flee, which is why he will never, never concede. But conceding is not part of our constitution. Mm. It's just a, it's just a courtesy that the city, right. That the sitting president does. Um, They even made a point to say that, you know, like Bush senior and Clinton had almost like a father son relationship. And then even Bush and Obama, Bush Jr. and Obama, like they were, they were close. You know, one father son, but because you know he's kind of hilarious, kind of slow. <laughs> I love, I love Bush Jr., but you know, so you got saying, issues. So you saying? So Trump he's is taking money. A, a he's padding his pockets. You right. feel what I'm saying? He's padding his pockets <laughs> with these donations, do. That's and he's never going to actually file those recounts. Right. He's going to flee. They're, they think he's going to flee or either use the money for his legal defense because he's going to have to answer to a lot of those questions that came up during his presidency afterwards. Mm. Well, I uh, we've we've been on a tear, which is great, but uh, we should probably get into the topic and we or I'm sorry. Yeah, we can continue. We'll we'll stay on this. I don't have. This is not the time for relationship discussions, but uh, I figure we can introduce the podcast and, um, you know, dig into it. Y'all ready? All right. Omar, you have anything to say? <laughs> it's, a, it's a beautiful day today. Look at this. See, Joe Biden is already. Right. Joe Biden is already changing lives. I got, okay. I got CNN on in the back and everyone's popping champagne. And Look at that. Oh, you in you good know, spirit. Let's keep okay. the party game. Okay. Let's keep the party going. Right. He hasn't called his Uber yet, man. He said Big Mama. Big Mama is fine right she now. Fine Big, right Mama's now. Fine. Big Mama going to grab one of those handicap vans. You going to let her take the, the public transfer? Uh, this go around. Take the white van with the wheelchair. <laughs> <ramp>. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! All right, well, let's get into it. Hello, T3 family. This is Casey Alana. Before we get this podcast started, head over to our Patreon page. You're either a new listener or an avid one. Shout out to the loyals. Either way, there are some dope options for ad-free, early content, and ways to be a part of our T3 community. So check it out and search for the Tequila Tales. Now let's get into it.
Hello, everyone. This is Casey Alana. And this is Brittany. And we are back with another installment of the Tequila Tales Unleashed podcast, where we discuss everything love and relationships with a twist. We are here with our very special and highly favored guest. <laughs> here. These niggas ain't guests. Right. Uh, special <laughs> guest hosts, maybe. They don't be doing shit. Um, we'll start off with uh, Gang Gang. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's let me. I haven't done this. You got it. You got to do it. Right, right. It's been a minute. You got to get it together. It's a couple. Th- it's three of them. Right. Oh, Omar, gang, gang, yes. black fat, black fat. What am I missing? Tromar, Tromar, Jones, Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Guess who's back, bitches? <laughs> Biden's back. Oh Lord Jesus. And yes. We are also here with our other special guest. The know-it-all himself, the greatest host of all time, the host of the Tequila Tales live and virtual, Mr. Isaac Paul. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It is a wonderful day. And as always, it's a pleasure to be here. Yes. Hey, guys, this is the election week um, episode. Woo! <laughs> Brittany is, is super thrilled. Um, I just... Obviously, want to thank you guys for tuning in. We are uh, at four different locations. We are still in a pandemic and attempting to be responsible and potentially lazy about gathering. So, um, Brittany yeah. is at her home. Omar, Ike, and me are all in different places. But if we have any technical difficulties, you'll know why. Uh, we are also yeah. a drinking and cussing podcast. So, if by now... Mm. You have found yourself uncomfortable. I don't know why you're still listening, but that's not going to change. So just because uh, in a minute we're going to talk about digging pussies. So uh, nope, nope. Remove the children. That's not the plan. But all right, and kick them uh, out the way. <laughs> Every now and then. First off, Omar, or was it Ike that dropped the pussy? But or were we recording? I don't think we were. I think you just. <laughs> I think you were just looking about. for a reason to say it. So um, maybe. Yeah. Pussy, 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 pussy. Yes. Okay, whatever. I'm Everybody done. is in celebratory <laughs> spirits, um, which is great. I do want to apologize for the fact that it has been so long since we've recorded and put an episode out. Um, I, you know, for those who are not aware, I lost my mother last month, um, and that is why we. Uh, took a little break but the team held it down i appreciate you guys for uh being present and being available and doing your best to um you know give me the space and so for those listeners who may have been um missing us that is kind of where we were so i'm going to insert Quan jackson here with we love you casey <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> i was like we love all, you casey thank you Brittany. that's very sweet but Quan jackson is okay for those who have never been to a live show in chicago <laughs> there's a loyal who would come through and he would be the loudest person in the room and interrupt everything whenever ike would introduce us he would just be ridiculously loud and he'd be like we love you, Casey. We love you, Brittany. You know, he did this whole thing and it was very entertaining. And all of his stories are false and incredible <laughs> they at were. the same time. They were. <laughs> they were. False so, and incredible. Yes. Yeah, so thank you for your fake patience. Fake posts, fake news. <laughs> um, and a special shout out to our Patreon users um, because, you know, you guys are supposed to get as much content as possible and we have uh, I don't want to say let you down but you were very patient with us this month so uh, thank you for all that so let us go ahead and and jump back into it so question about um, black women 
Nope. Not without consent. Not without consent, my nigga. Get away from my vagina. <laughs> um, so you know, when you're famous, they let you do what you want. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> I can't believe you got away with that. Um, did black women save this campaign? Yes. Mm. Yes. Yeah, hands down. Yeah, one thousand percent. Yeah. Yep. Um. So one thousand percent. We rallied really hard for this. It, it, I had a lot of feedback on Facebook from a lot of my, you know, posts and stuff. And really, it's it was just black women who were all like, just kind of. But if this you is, this is the time, and if you think about it, though, <laughs> like I feel like black women not only do this time and time again, but we're consistently saving other people from themselves. Like, you you know, know, the the white people that overwhelmingly vote for Donald Trump are in fact voting against their own interests. And so at this point, like, even though we are uh, basically guaranteed to, to vote Democrat in every election in modern times, what does what responsibility does leadership have for them now? Because at this point, black women are owed something besides just the That's VP position. Um, um, I feel like um, right now at this point, leadership focusing on black women is just consistently providing those opportunities to like remove that ceiling like Kamala being in this position is so what would Trump say bigly huge right now because (laughs) bigly huge it's bigly we won bigly um because this puts us in a position that not only have we been fighting for as black women just as women period like there hasn't been a woman and but do you think repre- representation like is is enough here? I think representation is everything. Everything. This is this is so beautiful. Like it it played out beautifully. It's like beating the big bad wolf and the the um troll under the bridge. Like it's it's showing how okay, everything that they say when they say two wrongs don't make a right, right? And we all wanted Joe to go off. Oh, they just called Joe for Nevada too. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Them um, niggas took forever. Forever. <laughs> forever. I'm going to go up to Vegas and just be like, listen, as many Yo, of these little Asian uh, poker I, table man, niggas. Man, y'all I, I was about to say, as many times as they take my chips you know when I'm saying? sitting listen, at that table. I'm oh, sitting oh, at the blackjack oh, table. Oh, y'all, oh, y'all can, y'all can count. count then, huh? Y'all niggas hey, can count read, all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I read a I read a. Because y'all always counting 21. Right, right. You get to 21 with no problem. You get 21 every goddamn time. I read a meme, y'all, that said it's 2023. The pandemic is over, and Nevada is reporting 89 percent on the vote. <laughs> <laughs> we, we pulling up. Fuck that. No, Nevada's slow as hell. When I worked in HR and I would run background checks, whenever I, someone lived in Nevada, I'm like, I'm never getting this back. <laughs> <laughs> Swear to God, like, and I would have to call them, like, Hey, where are we at with this? They physically, some they have to physically send like a little old man with a flashlight Jesus. down to a basement to go look through mm. files. Like they 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 don't use computer systems. It's so old school there. It's like wow, how, all this money. You want to know why? Somebody said we fiftieth in education. You know <laughs> Y'all got to. No give one, us no one has said this, but I wonder if this is what this is. You know, Nevada's a big retirement state. Right, yeah. like a lot of people but go there to Florida, live, though. right? But 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 like and I know Arizona. a lot of because because think about it, like when you think about Vegas, 
So you got the Vegas that people are coming to, uh, you know, for gambling and stuff. But then you got the Vegas that people are living in because they don't pay a lot of taxes. And so that is retirement community. I wonder if that's what it is, if they are having issues because of like manpower. But you know what? My my sister-in-law and my brother... Okay, that's another that's another episode, y'all. But they moved to Vegas. They moved to Henderson, actually. And um, she sent me a message day after the election. And she said, um, go Biden. But Nevada, y'all, they slow doing everything. We're not going to get those results till Sunday. Mm. And I was like, Sunday? Girl, please, they better put a pedal to the metal. And sure enough, on Thursday, I think Nevada was like, yeah, Sunday. <laughs> well, so I'm like, damn. So I did I did just look it up and it said that in Nevada, the legislature passed a bill in August to send all active voter mail-in ballots in hopes of curbing or at least not fueling the spread of coronavirus. Those postmarked by election day can be counted if they arrive at election offices within seven days, which is Tuesday, and they continue to come in through the number arriving each day is expected to dwindle. It's been a very different year for us, said uh, Deanna Spicula, registrar of voters in Washoe County, uh, the state's second largest county that includes Reno. The volume is definitely something we've never seen before in the state as far as receiving and processing mail-in ballots. So mm-hmm. this may be just... You know who special. also hasn't reported results at all? They keep just giving Trump Alaska, but Alaska hasn't reported any results. I, th- I still think it's leaning toward Trump, though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I yeah. think that that's a completely... That they, they expect that to go red. Yeah. But I just find it funny that, you know, like, we're concerned about, like, how um, Arizona's is releasing votes how nevada's releasing votes in philly and georgia but i'm like no one's talked about it like alaska and they just keep like okay it's a because they got like so one electoral vote it don't even fucking right, yeah right. <laughs> it don't even count no we cannot say that we cannot no, say that count. all votes they all matter count. they all matter they all just matter the all votes the, matter just not the mail-in votes but they were saying no. that <laughs> Trump was looking Especially at the map. The he tweeted vote. out. He tweeted out this morning and said, I won the election bigly or whatever, right? And he's right. looking at the map. He did. But someone came in the room and said, Mr. President, that's the coronavirus map. He said, well, where's <laughs> the election map with my wins? He was looking at the Damn. wrong map the whole time and you no one what? told him. He went golfing and shit. He's like, oh, I got this in the bag. So that's it why is, he went golfing. It is he so, the it's so serendipitous that he's golfing right now. It's crazy. I got a question. I got a question, guys. Go for it. So, like, I just feel like this this presidency has everything to do with our last live show, like, about your representative, right? Like, Trump ran and he talked about this big business model. People really bought into it because they felt like, number one, I just feel like the world just wasn't ready for a woman president. I felt like they would always put a black man in president before they put a woman in in, um, in that office, in that seat. And um, in addition to Hillary being a woman, she just wasn't that lovable. Like, you know, everybody talked about her pantsuits and regardless of her resume, they made things much bigger than what they needed to be and everybody voted. Trump wins, right? And everybody had high hopes for that. And then day one, he gets in and now we see the real side of him, right? Like to a, to a larger degree, right? 
So I just wonder like how people feel like if there is if you guys know of anyone who voted for Trump and you have that personal relationship with that person who was able to tell you how they feel four years later after they put their vote in this person to be able to do XYZ and it turned out that he was like a three-year-old who constantly had tantrums and excited well, racial I um, um well I mean I, I think that's I think I think that's I'm not gonna go as far as say that's that's easy you do have some people that uh are are, are disaffected uh or you know or, or they've disavowed Trump and they're like, no, I'm going to go to the other side. But for those 70 plus million Americans that were still like, nah, four more years, like it, it, it kind of goes back into what we were talking about earlier as it relates to some people being insulated enough to whereas they don't have to worry about racism. And so what they're looking at is their finances. There are some people that that or quite a few people that we're doing quite well under Trump, you know, um, My 401k from, from a is stock market. Thriving. Right. You know, 401k, things of that nature. And so, you know, what you're talking is about um, is, is, <laughs> yeah, I you mean, know, if and, nothing and, else impacts you, it's like, I'm sorry. I, right. You know. Right. And on a level and, and on a level, you know, because th- th- there are times I have to bend my mind to 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 accept that I because this is something that's important to you, because this is something that could potentially bother you doesn't mean that this is something that that bothers everyone else now whether or not it should you know that's that's what's up for argument right but i think on a level we are all concerned about things that affect us first and then there's like layers that go outside right so like how many of us and and i I mean us included how many of us african-americans would jeopardize what we consider to be our our financial safety because we found out that kids at the border in cages exactly but here's exactly. my thing here's my thing while exactly. my while my 401k may be doing good i'm making about ten thousand dollars more money and i don't see it right because of my taxes oh, trust being me. taken out yes. of my state. now mind you casey i'm not making what you're making and that's so trust. i'm yeah. getting no, I'm fucked turning. i'm getting fucked frontwards backwards without a rubber yes and it, it, now i got herpes yes. so here's my thing Jesus. i'm trying to figure out where these people, there's only a certain number of folks, a certain percentage of folks that are making over six figures a year, okay, who could benefit bigly from a lot of the things that he's done. So I'm trying to figure out in terms of thinking strategically when you decide to pick a side, right? It's like, if I have these Republican views, however, I'm not actually in net tax bracket to benefit from someone being Republican in office. Most of us Why are. do I Most still... Why, it's called, right, why it's do I still vote for that? But it's why do I still vote for that? And when you think about I, false I'm not a part of that. But if you think about false consciousness, it's like, hey, everybody, you're, you're being told what's about to happen. It may not ever happen for you or it may not happen for a lot of people, but it's the false consciousness, meaning that you're going to do well because someone's telling you that. And if you're the president and you're telling everybody you're going to do so well, you, it's going to be crazy. You're going to be shopping at Saks Fifth every day. And someone's telling you this, even though, it's not, even though it may not be true <laughs> for you, it's going to be true for a lot of people. And the thing is, it's, it's something that people have done for years, right? Like billionaires always saying like, hey, they're coming for your wealth. I mean, even like I'm the, the thing I'm frustrated about, like it, even in Illinois, right? 
we had the fair tax. Uh, I can't up. believe they voted against out. that. And it was because I cannot believe they voted the against that. Why? And the reason why? Because billionaires, because billionaires were saying they're going to come for your money, right? No, it's a graduated tax plan. But it's, when, it's, it's hold but on, hold on, Britt, I do want to hear what. In actuality, what the billionaires are saying, they're coming for your money. Where the truth of the matter is, they're actually coming for their money, and they're saying you need to protect my money, basically. But they're framing it. In a way, so, like it's coming for you, right? So, Casey, we had a fair tax act. Do you know about it? I, I read about Illinois? it. I didn't. I didn't uh, read the specifics, but I was. Right. I was confused as to why it didn't pass. Okay. Uh, Me too, because basically, for those who were confused about it, because I had a couple of friends who texted me like, "What should I vote here?" Those who were doing their mail-in votes, they were like, "What's what? Were what, what is this saying to me?" And I had to explain to them, like, okay, what it's saying is is that those who make a certain type of money, certain type of, like, amount of money would be taxed at a higher tax bracket. And those who make a certain, an, another certain type of money will be taxed at a lower tax bracket. It's just a graduated tax plan versus what's there now where there's one, like, I guess there's a tax amount uh, across the board. So they get away with paying less taxes than... um the, the, the normal person who will make much, 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 much less. So, right? so, Everybody's playing so the same amount. Let's 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 dive into that one for a moment, though. Right. Because um, that one like like th- that particular issue. And I don't know if I understand all the ins and outs of it, but um, I'm OK. So is what they're saying. And I'm, I'm just I'm going to use arbitrary numbers. That let's say I make under eighty thousand dollars a year. Uh, Let's say I get taxed at fifteen percent, but they're saying that if you make over, let's say five hundred thousand, you should get taxed at twenty five or thirty. Is that is that absolutely? So that's what they do. I don't know if I I I agree with that. So they set these limits where if you make over a certain type of amount of money, you you're taxed more. Versus yeah, the I don't, people who I don't, make I don't know less. if I agree with that. I don't know and if I agree with that. Well, I do. Let me, let me, I do let me dive in, Brittany. Let me dive in there real quick. Go ahead. The, go the, ahead. The reason why it makes sense, right? Because what Illinois has been seeing, and even Chicago for sure, is the middle class moving out because they can't. I'm afford, on my way out. They can't afford to live in Illinois anymore. And we need to figure out where we're going to get revenue from I as think a I'm state going to, to keep it going, right? <laughs> And so what they were, what J.B. Pristier ran on, he ran on the fact that we're going to tax the billionaires and the millionaires so yep. they pay their fair share. Because right now, millionaire, I mean, middle class are making up the bulk of the revenue, right? Yep. So if you keep, if people keep leaving, then who's in the state to pay in the taxes, right? Yep. The poor and the middle class. And even when you think about taxes, right, when you think about the history of taxes, when it started in Britain. Only yep. the wealthy used to pay taxes. The poor middle yep. class never paid taxes. Never paid taxes. And so the people who were fund the wars. Look at you pulling out history. Were, were like black the wealthy fake, people, black right? Fake, black, black, so the black wealthy fake. people, yes. the wealthy people would pay all the taxes all the time when it came to yes. war and that stuff was like, like a, that. And so a, then they um, figured out a loophole to get out of it. And so a luxury tax. The government said, "Well, let's tax the poor and the middle class," and it started working so well that the poor and the middle class keep the states going. But the bit billionaires and millionaires and the wealthy. They benefit. Are getting off. They benefit from the poor middle class making up the bulk of the revenue in in that country or state. And so what Illinois was trying to do was trying to bring a balance, right? And the reason mm-hmm. why it didn't pass is because I think it was four or five billionaires that outspent 
J.B. Pritzker's 60 million mm-hmm. in promoting why it should pass. Yep. And so and also, too, they were saying that this is also a tale how the Ameri- American people don't trust their local and federal governments, because this also puts in their hands in the government, the local government's hands, the ability to set the tax rate depending on income level. So you're kind of blindly agreeing to them, giving them the ability to be able to fluctuate the tax rate. But yeah. what with the, what they were saying was that limits would be set on in terms of how much money you made and the and the increases would be set in that way as well. So instead of there being one flat tax rate and the middle class is taxed much harder because if you tax somebody making fifty thousand dollars a year at twenty five percent, right? Let's just throw a number out there. Jeez. And you tax somebody else at um $500,000 a year at the same 25%. The person at 500000 yeah, he'll get more money taken out, but he'll also see more of his money because he's making more money. Whereas right. the person now, at 50000 is okay. getting destroyed, which right. is why personally, like me, I get a new job, see an increase in pay, and don't really see an increase in pay. You see right. what I'm saying? Now, 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 I, okay. I, I understand, you, I'm gonna I understand you, it. I'm going to let you make your point, and then we go, just because I don't want to focus right. on Illinois politics too. Now, I, well, well, no, but, but, but even with, with this, because this, this is something that goes across the board, even beyond Illinois, because this, this same argument is, is going to, um, impact us so nationally. Are you, saying you, you voted know, when we talk the, about, well, 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 right? and I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you, um, From my understanding, from my understanding of of how this operates right now in the past, when when you've seen and this is again, this isn't an Illinois thing. This, you know, you see this even in federal taxes in in the way that we, you know, can sometimes get taxed. Sometimes what what the wealthy will say is because I'm contributing more. I should get taxed at a lesser rate, right? And I don't agree with that. I don't agree. I don't, right, exactly. I'm creating jobs. Therefore, I need, you know, more income, uh, more resources to be able to create more jobs. And then also, I'm also paying more. My 10%. Is is far outweighing their twenty five percent, right? And, and and that's why they are attempting to get you or convince you that they should be paying a lower percentage, right? I don't agree with that. I think that's bullshit. But on the flip side, I also don't know if I agree that because I make less, I only need to pay ten percent, and the person that's making more needs to pay twenty five percent because at that point now we're penalizing someone for being successful, right? And and, and so to me, and so to me, to successful. me, I'm saying if fair is fair, we all pay our fair share, which is a percentage, right? Like, like so whatever that percentage is, like so whatever it is you need to tax the big boys at, then 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 roll that out. Don't make don't make middle class have to pay more. Than what they're paying, right? Okay, I'm saying but that you it have all to be able to make up the ground. So you even. can't, right? I feel well, you, but you can't. You can't set a tax rate. Let's say it's yeah, but 15%, I mean, but I mean, but right? I mean, but okay, but, 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 like, but like, what's the limit though? But what's the limit though? Because I mean, that could keep going, right? Now, no, no, ta- no. Now all of a sudden, now they would tax them at sixty percent. No, 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 no. It would no, never but, be sixty percent. But it can happen though. But that can happen. No, no. You you can't say it'll never be. Like, man, have you ever gotten a damn um um bonus? Like like a bonus, and they cut that. Yeah, a bonus. They will snatch that shit in half because a bonus is if you didn't work hard to get that. Absolutely, it ain't salary, but I work my ass off to get this bonus. 
it 25% in a standard sorry. across the board? No, no it's no, not. Brittany, no, let me tell you like something. It's like 45. It's like 45. It's like 45. They took half of my bonus you. in January I'm every year. I'm trying to tell you, and, and that shit stings. It stings. That shit stings. When you've been, when you've been working your ass off. It's not 25%. And you've been, when you've been working your ass off, and you've been, and you've been sacrificing, and you've been doing all of this stuff. And again, I'm not trying to paint the narrative that people that earn uh, less work less but I'm I'm making I'm, I'm also making I'm also making an argument and they owe you money no they don't like, no, no, they they don't. no they do no they don't they've been doing this shit Brittany they have been doing this shit Brittany they've been doing this shit commissions okay. and bonuses no, no. get taxed hold at 45% on. Okay. hold on real quick okay. Brittany just FYI it is it's like 40% Yes, I promise you. It's it's been that for about 15, 20 some odd years. And like that's and people get upset with that because they're like, I've been busting my ass to do this. And then it gets snatched away. And then when you see that money get mismanaged, that's really when it starts to stink. Is when you're like, okay, I'm paying all of this money. And then you all you all keep convincing me that paying more taxes gets us out of debt. But then like just the same shit that Daily did with the damn um uh, with I'm, with the parking or whatever, how we paying six dollars an hour to park say, downtown? That was supposed to pull us out of debt, but yet every time we turn around, we're still in debt. There are other ways that they can close those Th- loopholes that, was a shady that they deal, don't want to do. But here's and there's tons of shady deals. I think you know when you think about, it, there are like eighteen other states that have this plan, and the reason why they put the plan in place, just as an FYI for those listening, is because exactly what I said: the middle class is being crushed in America. Everywhere you go, and you see. The, the statistics is it's, it's a little over 90 percent of the middle class came from poor families. So when do that group of people get a break in this country? Right. And, and I agree with you on the same token, Isaac, that I don't think you should penalize someone for being wealthy. But I also think everyone should pay, pay their fair share. Like we can't rely on uh, little Johnny who's working two jobs two minimum wage yeah, jobs not. to you know to try to get his kids through school like when does he get a, a, a break in the sun like in, and in, like and like how is Trump paying $750 like like however it is that he got to do that that's the shit he's we smart. need to close he's smart right? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying because that's what they do they 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 can hire better tax attorneys that figure out those loopholes I don't even think it's the tax rate I think it's those loopholes that they don't want to yeah. fucking oh, take away sure. It's bullshit. It's bullshit because for for Trump to be paying seven hundred and fifty dollars, stop it, y'all, stop it. Like, if, if he paid what a middle class person paid percentage wise, and everybody else did, that takes us out. But that's the thing: the rich never pay what we pay. They are paying like five percent. They're paying ten percent. It's not that they so are, are ne- the that they need to pay more. No, I'm saying no? that they need to be paying what we are paying is what I'm getting at. I don't think that they need to be paying more than we're paying. They need to be paying what we're paying from a I percentage like they perspective. To, they need to be flat. paying more flat because I guarantee you, if they were paying what we were paying, because it's shit, it, and, and I guarantee you this much: if if somehow that does get passed, where they say that they're being taxed at that much, they'll still find loopholes if and I'm find making, some other kind of way to not have to pay that six hundred thousand dollars a year, and even Jeff Bezos money. I'm expecting to pay more in taxes just because of the money that I'm bringing yeah. in as real yeah. money. I'm but, but expecting not as a to pay more tax as a percentage. I'm expecting to pay more taxes. You gonna pay more because if, of where if you pay I'm, the same percentage, you will be paying more. Like like, like I mean, fifteen percent of a hundred is not as much as fifteen percent of a thousand. But but I'm also not expecting like my tax rate to be the same as somebody in middle class. Like I'm, you I'm just are not middle class. Expecting that. 
what yeah, I'm saying is, what <laughs> I'm crazy? no, I am middle class. Middle what class. I'm saying yes. is, upper, upper what I'm saying class. is, if I am Jeff Bezos and I'm making five, six hundred thousand dollars a year, that's what I said. I'm not expecting my tax rate to be the same as a person no, who is making fifty thousand dollars. And you want to know why? You want to know why? Because he pays less, and that's the problem that I'm saying is that he he's not paying. Okay, no, but you're the 20% you're, you're that agreeing paying. that no, you're agreeing that the tax rate should be the same across the board. And yeah, what that's I'm what I'm saying to you is. I don't agree. I think it should be different. You think it should be more. But Absolutely. I'm saying right now it's less. So if, if they just pay what we paid, we would probably make up that gap. So that's what I'm getting at. Like if they made it an actual flat tax, then we could actually move forward. The so thing is, is they're are paying you saying 10%. it's not a flat tax it's right not. now? We're, no, because we're like they find ways to where when you look at total how much they end up paying, they end up paying like 5 to 10%. But okay, then when you so look at how that, much we pay, so we pay like 40. About, okay, here's That's the thing. what I'm getting at. No, I'm talking okay. about the tax rate. Let's, let's also once they file, they wrap this once up. Once they... Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, Brittany, go ahead. No, go ahead, because we'll we'll just keep going. And oh well, I I did want to I did read something though that that both of us are right on the the taxes as far as the bonuses. So it says that bonuses aren't taxed at forty percent. There may be a rule that they are withheld at forty percent. But when you receive your W two at the end of the year, all the wages are combined, and there's no difference between vacation wages, bonuses, overtime, and regular wages. It is just wages, and that combined with your other income minus deductions will be taxed at whatever normal rate you qualify for. As for the withholding, I was reading up on it. Employers have two choices when it comes to withholding. They can go on a percentage basis where they're uh, withholding the 25% for federal withholding and then withhold like normal on the rest. Depending on state withholding, it can add up from 38 to 42%. Um, So that must be what it is. So for me, they're withholding approximately 42%. The federal tax rate for bonuses across the board is twenty. Is twenty five, but a lot of companies will withhold more, um, and so that's that's how it ends up. So being. you know how much you see. All I know is <laughs> they cut my check. shit in half, and <laughs> that shit is. And half. that's why I'm just well, like, you need well, to call wait, them. No, they owe no, you no, money. no, but but they don't owe it back to me. It it technically still balances out, but when I get that money, it's not my full bonus. So, yeah, anyway, we're getting f- you couldn't tax, get the shit you wanted depends, to get. It depends on the tax bracket, too, that you fall Well, in. that, too. I, but When it comes to the bonus, because trust me, every rip, it's like, honestly, when I looked at my total, like, taxable income, whenever I did my taxes, even when I did it for last year, like, I paid about 50% in taxes. That's where right. most of it went, right? <laughs> so, half that money went to... I don't know to the military to the fighter. I don't know, man. And and then thank you on for your service, that, oh my. on top of that, <laughs> then I owe. Then I owe on top exempt. of that. Fuck so like shit. this time, I think I end up owing like fifty six hundred. Right at the end of the year, on top of them taxing me already half of the wages, and that is what the wealthy figured out. Like their their goal is to how do I keep most of my money, yeah. right? And that's what we have to do is the problem. But no, the problem is figuring out how to stop those loopholes. Because, like Ike said, there's no reason that someone like Donald Trump is only paying seven hundred fifty dollars. That that is ridiculous. Because the thing is, while we don't, while we don't, while we don't want to um, sort of penalize people for making more money and being successful. Uh oh. Got the remix again. <laughs> we knew it was going to happen. We knew we had a remix coming, man. Hold on. Let's go, Ignition.
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that was a really important point that she was making, right? <laughs> Success sets. <laughs> that felt like that was going to be another one of the remix, the remix guy. Right, put the beat you know on it. <laughs> Hold on, right, right. Hold on, we got we got to see when Casey comes back in. You know. Okay, we are back. Sorry about the technical difficulties. Uh, We had a full tax tangent and did not say what anybody needs to do for black women. And that's fine. But this always (laughs) happens to us. You know what I'm saying? We get tossed to the back. back. Y'all don't care about us. Stacey Abrams out here saved the election. I bet you $10,000 that she is probably... No, they're going to do some shit for Stacey. I know, right? You think she getting a cabinet position? She getting a cabinet position? Absolutely. So I don't know if it's a cabinet cabinet or the chair of the dnc that mm, may mm, be more fitting mm, yeah and that would be i like where you're going if that you can if you can mobilize voters the way she did her and her team i do want to make it clear she was not alone not just her team but there were other people that were very significant on the ground um mm. that that mobilized georgia and do it in a way like georgia is red red and so for them to flip that state yeah, they they have to. I think the DNC would be a better fit for her because it's like you have been ignoring so many of these demographics. And what they also are going to realize, too, is that with the Latino vote, it's not a Latino vote. They're all very different. So Mexican right. voters and Puerto Rican voters and Cuban voters, they all vote very differently. So if you can't um, mobilize them and speak to them in different ways, you're not going to win that overwhelmingly absolutely. the way you win the black vote. So I agree, Casey. I think that the um, you know the head of the DNC, that would be a, a great move for her. And how Biden Yeah, they had that one black like, woman until she had yep. um, uh, fraud <laughs> charges or whatever happened. Right. But I like how Joe Biden is talking about uniting the country, right? What better way to put a black woman, uh, you know, in charge of that? She's a woman and she's black, right? So like we're, we're crossing two barriers here where she's able to tap into that, you know, that heavy white woman, you know, um, support that Trump had right you know you're trying to figure out like you know their mindset and kind of like what triggers to them what gets them out to the polls why are they so you know um so um not necessarily obedient but so loyal right to 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 Trump and, and even just his messaging so like I think that that is a great start so it's yeah, a great start. You well, can't we were... put anyone white in that position. Yeah, in my opinion. So, no. so Casey, I want I want to hop back into that question though that you had earlier, um, because I do think that that was a, a a very intriguing question as it relates to. A matter of fact, if 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 you don't mind, do do you recall exactly what the question is? I do, but just so that we can. About black women? Kick it back in. Yeah. Do, do you remember exactly what your question was? Um, I believe what, what should leadership do for black women? Um, okay. Because while right. we, we recognize that in overwhelming numbers, they will solidify the, the black women vote no matter what they do. We're still at a, at a turning point where it's like you can no longer ignore the needs of black women who are right. overwhelmingly impressed over every other group. 
yet we so, save you every fucking time. So, so I, I think that the if, if I were in leadership, the first thing that I would do is I would probably uh, call some type of um, you know, you know, they love what do they call them when a they coalition, like coalition. Thank you, thank woman, you. I was, I was about to miss it. They love that word coalition. I would I would create a coalition. Um, and and I would okay I would I would first I would start aiming towards the top and what I mean by towards the top obviously you know uh, Kamala I would take you know like the the mayor of Atlanta the mayor of Chicago yeah, the mayor, you know Keisha all Lynch of these Bonas. black women mayors mm-hmm. um, you know and and some of their staff and, and we would create a coalition to to actually put forth would what what do black women feel would be because see the thing is is even though like with the tweets that I was reading earlier. We are sometimes forced to, to to vote as a monolith. The reality of it is, is that we're not one. Right. And so, you know, you wouldn't I would hate to have something that would be anecdotal. It would just be like, oh, I'm going to throw this out there and this should keep him happy. You know what I'm right, saying? Because we, the, you guys are way too complex. Yeah. So so that that, that wouldn't be the solution. I, I feel like the solution is going to be somewhere in regards to creating access to uh, creating more access to these opportunities. But the reality of it is, and this is just my personal opinion, is black women are already on a trajectory um, to 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 gain exactly what it is that that you all desire. And, and what I mean by that, and this isn't to sound so altruistic or, you know, like tree hugger type, but, you know, it's when they say be the change that you want to see. Right. And the reality of it is, is that who black women have been looking for this entire time has been themselves. Right. And and as the more you all find yourselves and the more that you all step into leadership, the more you start to learn how people will capitulate to that to that power, to that strength. Right. Like I, I, I don't even think that there is a situation that could occur reasonably where where people are giving ground to black women because black women have been taking ground right so I, I i feel like we're not even at the space now where there's something more that can be given other than just more access right um black women have already been leading in education you know in terms of the most college graduates uh they're leading in uh starting the most new businesses you know what i'm saying so it's like Probably the most substantive thing that I think you could probably do is is trying to create more um, access to maybe income, you know, to 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 start new businesses, things of that nature. Uh, but in terms of something that would be like a, a, a universal thing where it, it, it just feels like, oh, this was the movement. I, I think it would have to be multi pronged. But but I, I as silly as it sounds, sometimes I do think that that coalition is important. Um, because I would be curious to even hear, you know, what some of those needs are, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and it, I think and one it, of the bigger things too, like if you had legislation where, even if you just got the legislation passed, where for every black woman, you know, there's a law in place that her baby daddy has to bring the car back on time so she can get to work. What? <laughs> Shut your ass the fuck. What the uh, fuck? We're not doing this, Omar. We're hey, not we're about to do this. To, not on today. Not on not today. today. Not on today. And don't hey, before, blast the music when he picking her up. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, right. Don't do hey, it. Right. Before that's, that's we enough. jump into like No real, smoking blunts two, hey. two, two hours hey. before you pick your BM up hey. <laughs> from her job. Hey, before we get into real relationship shit, I do want to say this. Um, Biden and Harris have been holding like, you know, like little like rallies and stuff. But they've been like car rallies where people have been in their cars and stuff. 
Very in small. Washington it's right been weird. now. It's been weird. People have been in their cars, wait. blowing. It's been very weird. Really small crowds of people. <laughs> right. Wait. Right small now crowd. in Washington, D.C., they're celebrating and they're all gathered mm-hmm. around this spot. Right. And I'm like, Biden gonna come out and be like, where the fuck are your cars? Like, he tried to ask in the car. It's There's coronavirus. Your ass in the car. It's coronavirus. They say corona who? Corona what? Corona They just gotta turn it in. They got to turn it into a drive-in theater type thing. Right. And they're all gathered. Even here in Chicago, the footage that they're showing in Chicago, everybody's all up on each other. Doctors are watching this shit like, come on. Yo, what the hell? They got the uh, bridges raised in Chicago. Do they? Do they? Yeah, the bridges are raised right now. with mask on. Come on. And that's and fine, then, but they still need to be social. They need distant. to be social. And they all up on each dist- other. It's they up on each other. Washington right now, they Raising are them gathered bridges, together. That was smart, though. That was oh, smart. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But listen, so so I I, I do want to uh, take a, a little quick shot at the at the Democrats real quick. Um, so, you know, we talked about black women and... You know, uh, several years ago, Donna Brazil was the acting chairwoman of the DNC um, and she resigned from her role uh, as CNN contributor. And she was ousted uh, by the DNC because she had leaked information to the Clinton campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, if we look at what's happening now and how much things have shifted uh, I think, the, and I guess it's not just black women, but the DMC was very comfortable tossing her under the bus and just allowing her to, you know, be removed from her space as though she was not um, qualified for that role. And not that, you know, she wasn't or that that's what they were saying, but I feel like the Republicans, there's no way they would have gotten rid of that person like they would have been comfortable with like he needed to know this information and you know what I'm saying like they like I said they always ride out for each other and oftentimes black women are so we you know we got the save Stacey Abrams saving the day but she she makes one wrong move and she's out of there you know what I'm saying so like but would you prefer a Trump um, mindset where I'm just going to say anything Absolutely and everybody's going to blindly follow it. There has to be standards and there has to be things put in place. But the are we cannibalizing sh- our own by having standards when we should be focusing that vitriol on people that are actually doing like really harmful things? So I, I feel you, but she leaked information to the Clinton campaign, right? Which we could argue that that could have been the dagger as to the reason why she didn't win. So, like you, it's okay. a breach of trust okay. in what you signed up for. So, yeah, bitch, you got to go. Okay, that's like the that's like the president of the United States talking to Putin about what the fuck we doing in the United States. Like, yeah. what are you doing? You got to go. So I don't like the whole, again, there's nothing wrong with, with being Republican. However, this this administration specifically has shined a light on how they could take a false narrative and run with it to protect their own, which some would see as camaraderie, as like we working well together as a team, as in we stand behind ours, but at what cost, Right. What are you giving to the American people and you're creating this false narrative of information and then this ultimate divide between the people because you got your followers believing everything that you say 
everything that you say because you're supposed to be a trusted source of information. And when it comes directly yeah. from the White House and this bullshit, it's like, how do we fight that? So you're saying like if we if we allow people to do dishonest things openly, then that can ultimately be used against us. Absolutely. And what I'm I'm not saying that we shouldn't stand behind ours. Absolutely. I'm not saying that every move that she make will be scrutinized and she can't make a wrong move. Not at all. But when it comes down to leaking information, privileged information, information that needs a court order, bitch, you got to go. You got to go. Like, why would you do that? Why would you do that? Black or I don't not? Know if, I don't know if they think that what she did was bad or if it was the fact that she got caught. So, I mean, right. I, either that. way, um, it's still like, why would you I do that if you were for us? Why would you leak that information if you were well, for she us? She was trying to win. win. She wanted to help her win. Yeah. I mean, she wanted to give her a competitive edge. I, I, I don't I, like honestly, I don't think that anybody in the DNC was upset that she tried to give hillary and edge you know what i mean because if if don had access to that information which he had access to other information that he took advantage of his people just didn't give a fuck and even while you saw that there were a lot of shady things that were you know appearing to occur they just kept kicking it to the side right like even with the smoking gun i don't even think that anybody would have cared much but to to the point of what you're making though and and this is when we kind of tapped into this conversation um you know a couple of weeks back when 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 casey asked this question another way because she kind of swings back around to this and i already know where casey's going like basically Casey, it sounds like you are ready for democrats to develop more of a backbone and you want them to be a little more shrewd as it relates to moving forward it's like sometimes you know, yeah, like, like if the other team is cheating, yeah, if the like, other team is cheating, you fight fire then, with then, fire. then, right, like, you, like you're like, going to cannibalize you... some of our best. Like Kamala can make one wrong move, and now she's the an antichrist, and it's like she and was then doing we ignore all that that Trump was grabbing pussies before grabbing he got in the pussies. office, and then did all kinds of crazy things. But then she makes one misstep. He literally and it's like, said pussy. He didn't say vagina. You know? He didn't right. say her lady parts. <laughs> he didn't say anything. He said pussy on film and on like, audio and y'all was cool with that shit grab him by the but, pussy but, and but we gonna toss Donna Brazil under the bus so she had to resign from her so it wasn't even just the DNC she lost her job at CNN like all this shit and it's like what yeah, come on y'all so so what that is though and I'm not and, defending and, and, and it I'm just of, I just no you know. no I, I know well, you're not well Billy Bush hasn't like, gotten his job back has he exactly mm. he has not he got shot. he didn't say anything he just laughed. Wow. I think that what fuck you're with him, saying, but. I think that what you're saying is just the difference in how things are done from party to party. The Republican well, Party uh, is a little bit more you know, open to whatever wins, whatever makes sense, whatever gets the most support. Like balls well, I think to the wall. I, I think it's well, I think it's a little bit beyond that. It's it's and you know, we've we talked about this in the past. When you when you look at the Republican Party as a whole, right? Um we say blacks aren't a monolith, but the Republican Party is a monolith for a lot. I mean, right. it's, it's majority how it votes. white people, how it votes. And even when you look at it, it's white people, right, who probably don't have uh, many access to, 
you know, a, I ain't gonna say a lot of black friends and things of that nature, but like, but like, there, there probably are certain things, They're certain insulated, pillars that you can honestly. draw of how insulated they are. When you look at the Democratic Party's coalition, just even looking at the people that's outside right now on CNN, is a black woman with a natural and a flag uh, bandana, and a white woman with green hair as an old black lady. Here's a white guy who's gay. You know, he's got the 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 gay rights flag. I mean, it's like like our coalition is so broad that. It's hard to narrow things down. You know what I'm saying? And and so because with them, they can be of singular focus, right? Oh, yeah. Forget all of that. Forget all of that. Forget all of that. One, two, three. These are the things that we're, we're campaigning on. These are the things that we're going to promise. This is what success and looks it also, like. When it comes I mean, to blacks. If we want to be completely transparent, it's also upholding white supremacy, period. Uh, like, it, and and it, it's, keeping, okay. it's keeping the status quo where it is because they know if they give up that power, it will create actual equality amongst the different races and genders and all of those things and that that to them feels like inequality it's like well if i have to sacrifice something for this person to have equality i don't want that and they they feel like um creating sort of you know affirmative action to them feels like it's not equality because i could have gotten that job for my brother but now he has to give it to this black guy like you know, it, and so for them, it's like I, under the surface, that's it. Right. Period. And I, I think I think I feel like the path towards justice, you know, it, it is a more arduous path. And and so, you know, when you when you are attempting to take the moral high ground, like you ever be in an argument with someone or someone upsets you and you say to yourself, I'm going to be the bigger person. In that moment of determining that you're going to be the bigger person, it it, it feels like death. It, it, it It's not an easy thing to do the right thing, right? When you, I, I wanted to snap off. Snapping off is the easiest thing. I wanted to be petty. That would have been easy. It's difficult doing the right thing, right? It, it takes guts. It takes, it takes strength. You know, it takes fortitude. And so if, if we are trying to call ourselves that party and we are going to be the unifying party and the party with the big umbrella that believes in equality and things of that nature, it means that as unfortunate as it may be, we have to hold ourselves to a higher standard, which means that we don't get the same kind of um, leniency, you know, that that maybe the Republicans can give themselves. And it's jacked up because not only would you say it, not only will we cannibalize ourselves, but then they'll cannibalize us. Think about Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. Right. Like and how you still hear about that shit. You will. They will still use that while simultaneously so having other the biggest things. misogynist. There were all, in so the many other things right they should have focused on. With his <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? But like but like they, you know, and then when they ran against Al Gore, like literally their campaign was they were campaigning on bringing restoring uh morality back to the white house like that's literally what they were saying right like they ran on a campaign of like even their connection with evangelicals is them trying to take the righteous high road and i've always been fascinated by this like how can the party of overt racist also be the party of evangelicals right so i mean they, like hypocrisy you know, abound. It, it just, they it's, don't it's care, incredible. <laughs> and, and they don't care. But the thing is, is that we do. And so right. the moment that we start making it to where it's we don't care, we become them. Okay. And so it's like, you you know, you don't want to become was, your enemy yeah. to, 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 to win and because then you end up losing overall because it's like, yeah, I succeeded in this victory, 
but I had to sell my soul to get it. So is it worth it? Right. Is it worth it if I had to become a, a, a murderer? You know, what I'm saying, you know, because now I can't sit and be comfortable. And now we can't love one another because now we're going to be just like them. You, and that's and that's why you got to be cautious about adopting too many of your enemies characteristics mm-hmm. because you become them and then they end up winning. Right. right? They right. end up winning. It's like when a terrorist try to do certain it. things and we, it, well, and, and that's who they are. Yeah. Right. That's, that's who, who they core. are at the core. And that's not who we are at our core. So it's like the only way you can win in life sometimes is you got to be the best version of you and, and try to win that way. Cause the moment that you try to be somebody else to win, yeah, you might succeed in that, in that thing you were attempting to do, but now you're in a prison because that ain't really who you are. So you're not even going to be able to enjoy that victory the way they would because you're not really an evil person. And it's not to say Republicans are evil, but it's to say if you do nefarious things, if you're a nefarious person, hey, this is cool. This is who I am. But if you're really like a, a moral person or an upstanding person or you care about people or you're compassionate and you got to do a bunch of nasty shit in the name of compassion, you already lost. Yeah. You already lost. You so, know what I'm wasn't, so I wasn't I wasn't going to I do want to dig into a couple other things, but uh someone just posted a friend of mine, woman, she had had a baby around uh the time of the election 4 years ago. Um her baby was about 2 months and she, you know, was locked in on the screen, you know, it was clear Hillary wasn't going to be the next president and in that moment she said she felt a sense of guilt that she brought something so precious and full of light into the world tainted by racism and misogyny. I did allow myself to fully process the feelings that came along with that night. I couldn't. I was worried that I would get too depressed and wouldn't be able to be fully present for my son. Today, I ugly cried. I finally released those emotions. It truly felt like a weight has been lifted. I'm ready to heal from the trauma over the last four years. Now, do you feel like Trump supporters felt that same grief uh, during Obama that we feel like it feel and I'm not even trying to be funny like no that, I know that I'm just imagining the, somebody the, sitting there mad as hell when they see a black yes, guy I definitely I definitely know there, there was you know? I know there, there was definite anger but like she's not the first person I've seen today talk about the fact that she has cried today and I I haven't um, and I, I don't know that it's really sunk in that a black woman is the vice president of the United States but do they is it because they don't for us, it can have like detrimental consequences to have certain people in office. And for them, typically it's more financial or for their um, religious views, it could be a setback, you know, whatever the case is. Like, do you think that anybody felt the same kind of grief that we felt during Obama? Probably Little Wayne or Ice Cube. They might feel some kind of way. <laughs> <laughs> to seeing what's happening. I'm stop Ice Cube like <laughs> that. That black dude that was crowd surfing at the, at the that Trump Oh, my struggling. God. Stop it. Stop it. Oh, he, stop might, it. he might be hurt right now. He's having a oh, rough man, day. He is, he is punching the air like uh, uh, what's Trey on, on Boys in the Hood. Because if you was like running that, behind yeah. this man and, and jumped on, sh- on the ship as it was going down, Thanksgiving's going to be awkward when you show up. 
Mm. They're like, so yeah. nigga, what made you crowd surf at a uh, Trump rally? <laughs> he just gonna go to his white friend's house. It ain't he not going. To his. He probably called Corona while he was doing that shit too. He probably ain't even <laughs> alive no more. He but just, I think <laughs> right, right. Has, and they just didn't say anything about Herman it. Just Kane like Herman Cain, they was just like, uh, we gonna Herman Cain this nigga. No, I don't yeah. wish and that nobody. But um, I, I think of, it's politics for them, right? And I think you know, even when you think about like the Black Lives Matter uh, movement or the civil unrest that we went through. White people weren't feeling that, right? Like a lot of not not white people weren't feeling, but a lot of white people didn't understand that, right? And what the president, the direct correlation with the presidency to that feeling, right? Right. So I think politics is politics for them. It was like we kind of talked about earlier, like oh, we were we voted for Trump because of the economy. You know what I mean? Like it had nothing to do with the civil unrest, like. But for a lot of people uh, that went in and voted for Biden and Kamala, there was something else they were looking for. They were looking for the racist people wanting to go back in the closet. Like, you guys aren't winning anymore. Like, this isn't, this is not normal, right? So, I think for white people right now that vote, they're about for to just Trump, pardon your bitch ass. They, they're looking like, man, there goes the economy or uh, there goes my taxes. But outside that, that's, that's about it. It's still a white man in the White House. Right, yeah. so I don't yeah. think they Bars. felt like we felt. <laughs> I mean, real shit. Uh, Omar, Omar, and like thousands of them in Congress. Absolutely. So exactly, right? Like you're good from that standpoint, but I think you know, even like you seeing these people celebrating, they're celebrating because they felt something else under this president, right? And that is that relief. That, oh, you know what I mean? It's cool to be smart. It's cool to not lie. You know what I mean? Like he made it cool to be a liar. You know what I mean? He made it cool yep. to to use terms like fake news. He made it cool to name call. He made it cool to bully people. And, you know, as Americans, that's not who we are, right? We always try to be better. Like, we're supposed to be leaders, right? Other countries are supposed to take note of what we're mm-hmm. doing. But I if they see our president, they see our president, like, calling names and being disrespectful and just saying crazy shit. And we normalize it as a country. It's like, no, that's not normal. And I think the people that went out for Biden and Kamala are saying like, no, we that's this is a normal guys. Like, you know, it was just like I read a tweet where it was like, hey, just FYI, Gen Z. I just want to let you know stores being boarded up on Election Day is not normal. Right. right? Just so y'all are aware. <laughs> like, you know, what I mean, like and you think about it. This president has put us through so many historical moments. By his yeah. ignorance within the last, you know, four years of dealing with him. Think about that. Though like, I do we credit lived him. Through, uh, we lived through things for, that, you know, pulling that scab off low key, though. But like but we're think, more involved than we've ever been. Very true. But you think about it. It's people that's 100 years old that haven't lived through what we just lived through for the last four years right think True. about it we've yeah. dealt with civil rights <laughs> we've dealt with the a damn near civil war we we dealt through a pandemic rioting at disproportionate levels lying a president that is mm-hmm. flat out lying every day you know what i mean right. like that is just not normal and i think people are just like man let's get back to politics being boring as shit <laughs> <laughs> but see that's when we go to sleep too though Hey, and we let them sleep. we let them do whatever they're going to do beneath the surface. After this four years, I need a nap. It, yeah. Man. I think we all do. Listen. That's um, me. That's me. I'm 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 staunchly on that because you know, it's and I agree with what it is that you're saying Casey like um w- one of the things that I will say about this election and and Brittany was speaking about it earlier that I that I agree with is 
you know, all the news networks are getting very granular with the data, you know, and, and this is such an educational process. And even, you know, uh, Trump, you know, uh, uh, sowing all these seeds of dissent and, and making us question the legitimacy of it is even forcing them to really have to go over everything with a fine tooth comb. And so this is one probably going to be the most accurate election that we've ever had. Like one of the reasons that it's taken them so long to count these mail-in ballots is because they are actually checking the signatures on them, right? Like they want to make certain that everything is above board because they know Trump is coming at you with all of his attorneys and all of his goons to attempt to discredit it. And so this is one of the first times that we really get to see uh, what an American election looks like that's 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 un uh, 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 that's 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 not hampered with, you know, all of these uh, rumors of, you know, foul play. So so that in and of itself and then even just seeing the amount of people that engaged in it. I think that 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 that's great. During all of, a pandemic. Uh, like during a pandemic, right? So this is this is America uh, in, in at its greatest, regardless of who you voted for. This is America at its greatest. Not that old apathetic, oh, it don't matter who you vote for. It, let's, everybody let's, sucked uh, that shit up and they figured about, out. Let's talk about those guys. What? What? the? Oh, uh, here we go. Okay, here you go. Okay. Because <laughs> you was ready to talk about them, what, the uh, them woke niggas? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> okay, you ready to get on the, you ready to get on the 12, 15% of niggas that uh, 18, uh, voted for, uh, 18. Uh, uh, it was it was eighteen. Yeah, your brethren. Um, mm. So what's what's going on with black men? What what was it uh, that that slowly had a a chunk of them easing into the the Trump camp? What do you think spoke to him? I saw I saw a meme recently, and I'm a butcher it. I wish I was able to take a screenshot, but it was saying something about uh, something about th- those black men needing to feel acknowledged or something like that. That they 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 broke it down into believing that. That 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 it somehow came to something along those lines, yeah. and like I said, it was it was clearly um, it was it was clearly more uh, uh, you know deeper than that. But 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 I do agree with that. Like because and what I mean by that is it it was a lot of tryhards to me. I feel like it's a lot of tryhards um, when I see a lot of. Those guys, because I, I've uh, apparently I didn't realize it, but I'm friends with a, a couple of them on Facebook, <laughs> two of which I know, but a few I would just scroll and, and, and I see them trying so hard to make these points. And they are so disingenuous and so convoluted. But I think it's it, it's deeper than just being a contrarian. Um, I think it's them attempting to be an individual. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. like they want to be an individual so badly that even when their points are not making sense, they are still like, I'm going to I'm going to die on this hill. Like they needed something to define them and they didn't want to appear like, quote unquote, sheep. And so it's like I'm going to intentionally uh, immerse myself in this other side so that I can differentiate myself from the masses. Right. I mean, like one dude, I literally I go to his page and I shit you not. His, his him and his Halloween costume was of an Egyptian prince, you know what I'm saying? And his and his wife, his black wife, was an Egyptian queen. But everything that he's been talking about has been pro-Trump. And I'm just like, what? okay, like the 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 dichotomy of this is is like the stark contrast was just ridiculous, right? right? And every once in a while, I'll read his post. I'm I'm soon to unfriend him, not because I can't 
hear what the opposing side says, but just because I'm like, all right, you're, you're like a tryhard and, 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 and you're just you're just trying to be Fox News right now just to agitate people. But but, right. but you don't really have a credible, you know, point in this. This is just theater for you. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But 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 you're not even making sense. So I, I, I think I think it's a lot of that. I think it's a lot of that. Um Probably more so than anything else. I'd be curious to hear what you guys think or whatever. I mean, it, it, it might be some misogyny and if they're thinking about Kamala or whatever. But, I, man, like if, if putting up Trump against Biden and being a black man and understanding everything that's going on in the nation and, and what side he stands on. Anybody that's pushing that. I don't know, man. I just I feel like they forcing it, man. That's 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 me. What do you think? Oh. Cut, Do you have cut, any friends, or is that cut you? Cut his balls off. Cut his balls off. Oh my god! <laughs> now you know. I, I I think Isaac. I think yes. I think there are people like black men like that, but I also think it's just black men that just want to go against the grain, and they thought this was the time to do it. And and I'll say because this because he's so polarizing. Maybe I think I think because they don't. I think like Isaac was saying, they they don't want to come across as sheep. Like no one can tell me who I'm a vote for. You know right. that that kind of attitude. But it's also looking for attention, right? Because if you're going to do that, mm. right. most Trump supporters are silent. You don't know right. who's really right. really right. Even white people aren't overly on social media talking about how right. great Trump is and everything like that. So when you see a black person doing it, you like you just want attention, right? Mm. And so even most white Trump supporters don't tell anyone who they're voting for. Like if you ask a legit Republican, so who are you voting for? Hey, man, you're asking me my personal business. I don't <laughs> I don't divulge that information. So right. it's like if you're black and you let everybody know and you're going hard for Trump, you're doing it for attention mm. or you're just trying to go against the grain or like Isaac said, you don't want to appear to be sheep. But again, right. I say this as a black person. This wasn't the this wasn't that time. Right. To pull this ain't that the car. hill to die on. Now, if that was Mitt Romney and you came or, you know, John His McCain or something like that, yeah. like a respectable Republican, I get it. But come on, the, the, the what is the, the decider and cheat? That's not the guy you want <laughs> to, to prove a point with. Right. Like, right. You just to me, you just look silly. So. So what do you think? Because. Because I've been obviously noticing the the backlash and the vitriol directed toward Ice Cube and he is standing firm in his uh, attempts. And he said, I do not endorse Donald Trump. None of that. Um, and I, you know, I felt for a long time that he has been uh, trying to do things for I don't know about do things for black people, but you know, he started the big three. He's, he's done different things that made me feel like he has been a little bit more focused on us. And I, I guess even watching uh, the NWA movie and all that stuff, like he just seemed like that guy, like, you know, I don't just allow people to uh, bend me over and I'm just going to take it. I'm going to try to uh, be proactive about pushing things forward. And so while when he met with them um, or the news came out, I wasn't really upset. I was just confused because it felt like why it, I don't know what more he has to do to prove that regardless of what you think you've done here, he's a liar. Like every single guy that or every single black person he's met with, he's basically been um uh, used for a photo op. Right. So, and, and, and you not know, to I cut you off and not to cut you off, but yeah, go for it. Th- my point around about ice cube, right? He should be, he should get everything that's coming to him. And, and outside of the points you're making, why are you doing this plan during election season when he's running 
and you know right. he's looking right. for black faces, right? Why you, why didn't you do this before? You had plenty of time Omar. to present this plan, right? Omar, it's it's really honestly because again, Ice Cube, he, yes, he's been a voice that's been speaking out against you know, police brutality and how we're treated. But again, he's just another nigga that doesn't understand the process. And he allowed himself to be put in that situation because he doesn't get the process. It's an election year, which why it was a big deal about filling that Senate seat um, from Ruth Gator. I can never pronounce her name. I always fuck it up. Ruth Bader. Ginsburg. There we go. There we go. There we go. Her. <laughs> her amazingness. Gator. <laughs> yes, her amazingness. And I always mess her name up. I'm just bad with names. But I looked at that like I don't hate Ice Cube. It's just more so like I hate the fact that you allowed them to use you in this moment just because they didn't want any freaking... Um, because he mentioned that they didn't want like a um, a sponsor. Like they didn't want him to... They didn't need him, they said, basically, to um, say, oh, the Trump campaign did this, right? Um, it's still the fact that you are having this conversation with them now and not three years ago is the difference, right? Like, this is a moment. In, in, and I saw Ice Cube come on and talk to Cuomo on CNN. And he was super combative. He was just like, you know, I'm not about to do this with you guys because you guys are making it like <laughs> I reached out to them. They reached out to me. And Cuomo simply said, like, you don't think that this was just a ploy because, like, they're running again? And he was like, I didn't reach out to them. They reached out to me. I'm like, you're missing it. You're missing the whole idea. Yeah, and I, yeah, and I agree with that. I think one of the the areas that I empathize with when it comes to uh, Ice Cube, Chrisette Michelle, Steve Harvey, while they made really shitty decisions in either uh, performing at his inauguration or meeting with him after or whatever, um, I felt I feel like sometimes the vitriol that can come from the black community can be really, really harsh and really painful for somebody who felt like they were, in fact, trying. And and so I guess I just I, I wonder, like, man, like, did it have to be this harsh? Yes. Or okay, yes. Tell me. Yes. Why. And I'm gonna tell you why. And, and I say this every time. When Nat Turner was trying to free the slaves, you had people that wanted to stay there. And he had to fucking kill them. Because if not, they would snitch. And then everybody mm. get fucking caught. Like, mm. it's just the way it is. Harriet Tubman, the same way. You had black people that were snitching on her. Right. And they had to kill black people. That's just the way it was. You have some hey, people some gotta go. are running behind with master. They like they running with master. master. Yes. Yes. Ice Omar. Cube. And I understand Ice Cube has just been famous for too long. And he's starting to get involved in shit that he probably should should step away from or put the right people in place. To well, have he those did. He did bring right? the right people into creating that quote. Right. I can't as believe Trump's they... going out, not as he's coming in. Right. Right. There was no reason to present that. Right. And then See if also too, also too. See if he wins again. If he wins again and say, all right, now mm -hmm. I got to go to work. But then also to remember, do it. remember what he did. Remember what he said. Um, uh, Ice Cube He said the Trump team Wanted to talk to me now Biden and Harris Said let's park this Until after the election And right. so he seemed like he had an issue with that There's well, nothing that they can do For you right now While they're running And so they right. said And it wasn't 
it wasn't even just that either because Kamala, I think, was putting together a, a thing where she was going to be talking to a lot of black leaders and invited him to that. And he was like, nah. Yeah. So, so it's, I think... But, but also, it's, what makes you different though, right? What makes you different, right, Ice Cube? Right. How many black people have gone in front of Trump and nothing's happened? Right. right? A what lot, makes you a think, lot. Because you go in there, you can change If you ain't Kim Kardashian, <laughs> look at don't these fucks doing this. What are they and doing? And I'm going to tell you, and, that, and when people criticize Kim Kardashian, I stuck up for uh, Kim Kardashian. Because oh, no, no, no. She, no. she doesn't. There, absolutely. She doesn't deserve criticism. I'm saying he Trump, Trump doesn't give a fuck about the rest of y'all. He listens to her because she's famous enough. He likes her. She's white. All of these things. But, like, you, but remember, Kim Kardashian also her, went in there with she Van used her Jones. Pa- she, she did. went in there with Van Jones. But and so did, legit so lawyers, did right? Ice Cube. Ice Cube had people working on this with him that were in fact the activists and attorneys and people who had knowledge he said like i didn't come up with this on my well, Casey, own if that's true why do they call it the platinum plan nothing is okay more now that, that that's the, that's the dumbest <laughs> name <laughs> the platinum the plan <laughs> nigga sure I Brittany, you ain't know that no. I saw that shit oh you didn't know that you no. didn't know that Brittany? oh that, that is so what ratchet. makes it the most racist what? it's called the platinum plan he literally called it the platinum oh, plan oh kill he literally kill. called it and the i'm platinum. sure kamala yeah, looked at that shit and was like nigga Please. Get the Show fuck out of here. See what I'm saying? You see how Stop we set ourselves nigga. up sometimes? And I get that Cube's his ideas because I saw his tweet. I'm sorry. D.L. Hughley was like, you might as well say it's a spinning rims plan. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the, the, the right, the 20 the inch rim plan. But like I saw his I saw his tweet because um, you know, I, I follow him, of course, but I saw his tweet and he was like, so wait a minute, you mean to tell me that the president was willing to invest half a trillion dollars into the black community without an endorsement and y'all mad at me? Have a nice life. I said, he don't even have half a trillion dollars to give niggas in a stimulus plan, let alone invest only and right. solely in the black community. Use your brain. Cube, you didn't get to where you at by being naive and being easily swayed. Like, so what no, the Brittany, fuck happened? Brittany, what it is, Brittany, Brittany. Brittany, Brittany, great point, too, because guess what he did to the American people? He gave the American people $1,500 to last for six months. Yes, he did. And then get this, get this. 1200 He didn't do that. Like, I, was it 1200 It was $1,200. Twelve. Even and worse. Get this, and get this, though. <laughs> he didn't do that because, see, I've, I've ran into black Americans who voted for Trump because of that little 10 grand they got on that SBA money. And I said, oh, y'all voting for Trump because it was money in the street. But understand, that was a fuck up. Y'all wasn't supposed to get that. Every last one of you niggas should be in jail for that. Like y'all stole for that. <laughs> that was a fuck up because we had a fucking pandemic and Nick, everything halted at one time. So you're voting for him because you get a, a couple like racks fraudulently like what the fuck are you saying and then the $1,200 he had to pass through Congress in order to get approved Trump didn't give y'all shit Congress gave y'all that he wanted to give us another 12 if he could have passed it he would have to secure that black vote but he couldn't do it because it had to come through Congress I'm gonna tell you what I think happened though I'm gonna tell you what I think happened like like clearly and I, I agree with Omar whatever it is that occurs whatever it is that he gets he deserves it right um, I think that he was, you, you know, in, in, in gambling, you know, you, there's, 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 there's multiple ways you can, you can gamble and kind of hedge your bet, right? Like where you vote, let's say like playing roulette, 
you know, you don't just put chips on one thing. You put it across the board to kind of increase your chances of winning. So he was attempting to position himself in the in the case that Trump won. He wanted to be one of the few people that reached across the aisle so that he can then become like the the standard bearer. Right. Or or the the oh, I'm going to be the individual that people have to go to to kind of facilitate communication between the black community and Donald Trump. Right. Like that's what he was thinking. He, he was taking a risk. Now. I think it was a dumb risk um, and because of and, and, and it backfired. Right. And, and that's what happens when you gamble. There's a, a good possibility that you lose. And he he just happened to bet the house. He bet the house. Now, if you had a one. Hey, listen, you would have rolled off into the sunset being, you know, the black guy that everybody was like, yo, man, Cube is a visionary, man. He saw shit that we didn't see. Now, nah, that didn't happen. Right. He got played. And and so now he's salty. And it's like, dude, don't be salty because you've seen from the early stages, even when Steve Harvey did it right, like that. No one, no, no one was able to do this prior to you. And so at this point, him doing it, it was nothing more than an exercise in in his ego. Right. Like like that. That's 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 some really narcissistic shit to believe. Hundreds have come before me and they've been unable to do this. But, man, you know, I made Friday. So, shit. Yeah, I, <laughs> you know I, can, I, can, I, can, I can do what everybody else wasn't able to do. You know, you know and, it is, and, and I'll Isaac? just say this much. He's a Gemini, right? And who else is a Gemini? Donald Trump and Kanye West. So that's the kind of crazy shit that they be on sometimes where they get in this very bipolar state of mind where today some shit that ain't made sense. No other days make sense today. And I'm going to go ahead and bet the house on. It. And that's what they all do is very erratic type behavior. It was very erratic. It makes absolutely no sense that he would do that. And that's why, yeah, him getting raked over the coals and getting treated. He deserves it because that was a that was a boneheaded move to do during this pivotal time <clears throat> of an election where you could have manipulated some of the votes. Right. Because it wasn't just you looking out for our community. You are ponying up to a person that a, a, a large swath of, of, of our community is is kind of repudiating right now. But but we knew we had those individuals that were kind of, you know, hopping ship. And, right. and, and, you, and you're making it easier when you do that, right? Because you are the guy that gave us Friday, right? You are the guy that gave us, you know, uh, uh, no Vaseline and, you know. And, and, and you and, separated you know, from NWA because you saw uh, what they were doing to your group financially. Right. And, you know, so, yes, he was So it was, well it was a selfish move. It was yeah. a selfish move. I don't because I don't, I don't really think it had to do with us because if he really thought that even if Trump got back in office, that he was going to put that platinum plan in action, <laughs> dude, yeah. stop Because he said, stop like, it. I was the one that got whatever he negotiated with Trump added to the to the plan. So, no, I don't regret it. And the whole and it's like, nigga, you he can he can say he is going to give every black person a million dollars. Right. The nigga's not going to do it. He's not. Gonna it doesn't do matter it. what you negotiated. It doesn't going back into his history. What has he shown you that made you feel like that was a worthwhile risk to take? Yeah. Right. Like and, 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 and that's why I say this. This had to be an exercise in his ego and in his narcissism, because your ego convinces you to do shit. That that logically does not make sense. Logically, if you look at this man's track record, he's not going to he don't keep his word with white boys. Right, he don't keep right. his word with rich white people. Right. You think your black ass going to come up in there and be able to do something? Cube, get out of here. Now, with that. I'm, what, I'm with, oh, think, you've been rich too long, bro. Yeah. You've been rich too long. Go ahead. 
Uh, oh no go ahead case well i was gonna say the the reason that i i think i initially had kind of felt some uh empathy was because what we've talked about even on this podcast was the fact that oftentimes as black people it's like what did what did obama do for the black community what did whoever do for the black community and we never have asks we don't have very specific uh, things that we're looking for. And so it was like, okay, he worked with these individuals who were well qualified and put a plan together and said, this is what the fuck that we want. And so I was just like, okay, that's taking the initiative, that's being proactive, X, Y, and Z. But then it was like, yo, <laughs> this isn't, right. this wasn't a way. This the, plat- right. the platinum plan wasn't it. That wasn't like, it. <laughs> it. I'm sorry. Now, I like it. where you were going, but no. But 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 here's the thing that confuses me. Like, it's almost like like when Obama was in, in the White House, where were all these, you know, black people that have all these quote unquote plans and bars. shit? Bars. And you know, Ugh. plenty of them well, went they, to the White House. They expected House. him to have it. You know, they expected of them Obama to, the to House, have a plan right? for us. But the moment a racist get into the White House and starts spewing racism, it's like, let me put my hand up. I can work with them. It's like the black guy that goes around and tries to flip clan members and get them to see another side, but they just keep growing. It's like, okay, when do you stop, right? You're not going to convince yeah. people yeah. not to be a part of the clan. Like, this guy has been this way his entire life, not the last four years. Trump's been this way his entire career. He's been a cheater. He's been a liar. What makes you think he gives a shit about what the black community wants? Period. Yeah. Like, you don't even have to expound on it. Like, he, he did the prison reform. Why? Because, like Casey said, Kim asked him, hey, I'm yeah. trying to get this woman out. I right. need your help. But he didn't let all niggas out. He said, yeah, I'll let a couple niggas out for you. <laughs> he had like three of them. Like, <laughs> and then just make sure. Look at what slugs. I did. Look what I did for prison reform. <laughs> yeah. And make sure they show up for the picture. Right. You know what I mean? It's the photo op thing, which is what he does. He does the photo op. So he's obsessed with taking pictures with people. Right. And he's the president. But when Obama was in there, it was different. People wanted to take a picture with Obama. Wasn't right. the other way around. When it's a different around. kind of presidency. You know what I mean? And Obama did a lot of shit for black people, right? He just wasn't that person that went on the news every day or tweeted about it or had to right. talk about it. Shit was being done. That's how he right. does shit. He has he's now, smooth with this shit. He had a, I did plenty for the black community. I did more for the black community than uh, outside of Abraham Lincoln. Uh, I'm like, bitch, you forgot about Lyndon B. Johnson, right. fucking John F. Kennedy, the voter, voter rights. <laughs> you like, know, fuck, fuck out of here. Like, that that was an executive order that can easily be overturned. Get your ass up out of here. Yeah. Um, now I do. I did read this thing. Uh, someone had posted while we're on hip hop. Um, it said, whoever is trying to crack jokes on Kanye West, keep this in mind. He's the first hip hop artist to ever have his name in a presidential ballot. So while he's not the hip hop artist in <laughs> that, fuck I would, Kanye. I'm over it. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm over it. it. I, and that's fuck, fine. And that's Kanye. Wait, 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 no, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. We're going to let him make this point. But the <laughs> fact that they say to put I'm it. Good. If I wrote myself in, I could I'm be no, 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 no. He ballot, was ahead, he though. was on a couple states' ballots, I believe. Yo, my so neighbor the point, is running for president, the, and this is real shit. This is real shit. My neighbor, who's across the hall from me, this motherfucker calls himself the hood president, the hood candidate. Do you hear me? He has a website. Is he on the ballot though? He's a write-in. He has a I'm website. Saying, no, no, no. And I'm everything. talking about someone who actually made it onto. No, the he's ballot. a write-in. It, like, no, okay, so what I'm saying is ballot, mo- most most ballots Kanye was not on. He was on a couple. He wasn't on the Illinois point, ballot and they fucking no. wrote his ass in. Right. So what I'm saying is 
is that a a victory not necessarily a victory for hip hop but but something that potentially could um could be pivotal moving forward it's embarrassment is what it is well uh, it's something peter rosenberg tweeted out when kanye west casted his ballot he tweeted the child of a proud educator voted for the first time in his 40s voted for himself filled out nothing else and illegally filmed it you're crushing it bro Thank you. It's an embarrassment. So think about Fuck this. Kanye, he didn't vote for anyone else. And I else, need us to just move candidate. on. Is what I need us to do. No. Okay. So, but 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 to the to the point, right? That I think uh, uh, they were attempting to make, and, and and I've said this before, and this is one of the things that is kind of a, a, a little frightening about all of that stuff, or whatever. Even dealing with Kanye. Um, one, is it a benefit for hip hop? I, I don't know. The future remains to see, uh, uh, you know, will remain to show us that. Uh, but when you look at a lot of shit, let's look at Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan came from Hollywood, right? Before he stepped into politics, he was an actor. Uh, Donald Trump, right? Um, it feels like Donald Trump has been more of a, of, a, of, a, of a personality, more so than a businessman. You know, I, I know him more in, in recent years as a, as a reality show star. And, and he obviously climbed to the highest thing. The reality of it is, and, and this is some real shit, and I want y'all to remember that I'm saying this. Um, maybe not in the next four years, but, but, but Kanye, as crazy as it sounds, does have a path in about eight or so years, right? You got to consider this is a dude that's, what, about 42 right now? You know what I'm saying? He's obviously, you know, off his medication and the whole nine, but he's rich as shit. And so when you think about an individual that is rich, has that same kind of um, following that Trump has, like sometimes like Kanye will post some, some weird shit. And, you know, I started following him on Instagram like years back and he never was on Instagram. Recently, he's been posting more on Instagram and shit after like two years of hibernation. Right. So I started looking at the shit and then you read the comments and it's like, wow, these motherfuckers sound just like Trump supporters, where it's like it don't matter what he says or what he does. He's a genius. He's the greatest. He's this, this, that and the third. And I'm like, all right, that's how it starts. Right. Four years from now, maybe he toned down some of the crazy shit, started making some good music, started investing in the black community or whatever. You know, people got short ass attention spans, you know, in, in, in this day and age. There is a, a, a pathway so. where someone who is a celebrity that has a lot of money. Right. But but uh, and a lot of influence. I don't think so. Can, I disagree. You know, but are you but, serious? But Isaac, are you, I disagree. Are you, after the after the last four years, you really I think disagree. that we could not have a Kanye presidency nope. in eight to twelve nope. years? No, I think the reason I, 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 I think the reason we've had enough we've had enough of the whole billionaire for now. No, 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 for no, now. really. Trump has set the bar and set the bar in a negative way. So anybody who's like him is gonna have a very a very hard time getting on any Brittany, ticket. you're giving Americans no, 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 really, way too much no, credit. You, you're you don't, you don't understand. It, it sounds you're saying like, that as if 70 million people still didn't want Trump in office, and you're saying like we have not turned. No, the no, curve we yet. haven't. You haven't. We turned haven't. The curve. And, and, and you're right there. Say, but, but what I like to say about Trump, the difference between Trump and Kanye, Trump has been a brand for the last 50, 60 years, right? Like globally, like we've seen. Yes, his presidency was crap him being a president was crap but you gotta understand everyone knew trump before he became president he was a global brand 
right? So he had a strong brand to run on. And I, and I, I remember watching an interview with uh, Roger uh, Stone, who was, who was the one that got Trump to run. He was trying to get Trump to run back in the day. He's like, dude, mm. you got one of the strongest brands globally. Like, you think about the Trump brand was like a Nike until he fucked it up, right? Where <laughs> he could have ran. Like, everyone knows him in everywhere. Like, you know what I mean? In all these small towns where they don't even fucking get internet or television. They know Trump, though. They know what a Trump hotel is. So it made sense. And then he's all over television. Like, he had the right recipe to go out there and launch the campaign. Not taking anything away from Kanye. I think he got like 60,000 votes. <laughs> but I don't think he's going to get 70 million votes. You know what I mean? Like, well, well, no, 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 no. Well, no, no, no. I'm, I'm saying obviously not in this particular election. I can paint a picture. Four years from now. And now this don't happen in four years. But I'm saying, you know, things go back to normal. Because see, cause see, here's my point. When I even looking at Trump beyond separating from the brand, one of the biggest things that surprised me about Trump being able to get into office is I felt like America learned its lesson. The last incompetent person that we hired as a president when we had September 11th. Right. The person that actually doesn't know the inner workings of how this shit goes. I thought America remembered what that felt like. Clearly not, because after eight years of a black president, they was just like. You know, oh, shit, uh, you know, I like I, people. It's amazing how people will forget shit. I mean, we see it in people's relationships sometimes, right? Like people being abusive relationships and shit. But you know what? The dude came in and, uh, you know, apologized and he, you know, was acting good for a couple of weeks and shit. And now you're back in love and posting on Facebook again as if this is a different nigga. And people forget. And we're in this day and age where, you know, information is flying at us super fast so you know yes all of this stuff that's happening right now is impactful and it's meaningful to us today man in 2024 we're gonna be talking about 2020 as if it was decades ago right and people gonna be back in the streets they're gonna be kicking it like they not gonna mm. remember what it felt like to you know deal with covid and oh remember that time we was close to the civil crazy. war man it, it it's it's amazing and i'm saying eight 12 years from now if kanye gives us a four-year run of being not only sensible but being gentle, being this, being that, and he decides to make a run, niggas ain't going to remember the crazy run that he did back in. They may, but it'll be anecdotally and, and kind of playful, but not like always remembered. No, the motherfucker's going to be right back on the team like, okay, yeah, this is the Kanye. Yeah, this is the old Kanye. This is the one I wanted in the White House, and they would potentially vote for his ass. I'm just saying, I, I, I would hope not. But I'm just saying, I'm not putting it against. Well, his it. wife didn't. Vote I, for I'm him. not putting it against. His, his nigga, wife didn't. I know. Vote for him. Did you see? Did you see the uh, 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 Andrew Schultz just posted something? He was like, uh, he just said, "Man, imagine what that feel like when your own wife don't vote for you because she posted. Because she's taking she this shit a congratulatory message. Because she's yeah. taking it serious. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Kanye is the only nigga that voted for Kanye. Okay? Nobody Him loves Kanye like Kanye loves Kanye. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm upset with him for that shit because it's like Kanye. Do you really, really think that you are ready to be the leader of the free world? Like even beyond your narcissism, like that—that that is such an extreme degree of narcissism, right? To know I don't know shit about politics and how this thing works, but I'm I'm ready to get in and figure it out. Like I that that upsets me. That that level of narcissism upsets me to not have enough humility to to just be able to say. Uh, maybe, maybe uh, let me start at the local level, yeah. right? Or let me start as a 
a, a congressman Community or something. Like, I will respect that run so much. I will respect it if he wanted to start in the House of Representatives to learn this shit. The same way he did fashion, nigga. Your ass wanted to learn fashion. You went overseas in all them goddamn fashion houses and shit for years studying under the greats. But to be the president of the United States, you just like, oh, I shook Trump's hand a couple times and shit. And, you know, I'm making houses and shit now. Fuck it. I'm going to run for the president. Like, dude, wait, nigga, no. wait, we didn't discuss this, but Lil Wayne lost his boo because of that picture. You say he, uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I also heard to the uh, that on the contrary, he dumped her for signing up people to vote or some shit. I don't know how true that is. But no, that sounds like bullshit. Yeah. <sighs> they, the I don't the know fireman took that picture and got in trouble. <laughs> and I keep telling people, stop stop going around this dude taking pictures. You right. Because it almost cost Tom Brady his relationship with his mm. wife, where she said, nigga, no, stop. But he was always <laughs> a fan of Trump, and he still is. Like, it's not. He got to do it quietly, because his right. wife said, his wife's not having it. <laughs> and Antonio Brown just moved in his house. Did you guys hear that? Just random. Stop He it. did. It moved into whose house? Oh, Tom oh, Brady's oh, in the Tom Brady's house. Oh, nigga, I thought you were talking about Trump's Trump. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> Antonio Brown decided to help Trump stay in the White House. <laughs> they built up a mini fort in the Oval Office. Hey, I was about to say, dude, stop it. Stop They're eating it. McDonald's. Well, lovely, lovely team. Um, this has been a little slice of heaven. Uh, I am going to throw you the opinion in a minute, Ike, but... Um, you know, there is going to be a runoff in Georgia uh, for at least one Senate seat, if not two. Um, and, you know, Stacey Abrams made her her um, did what she had to do on the ground. And I know it felt like a lot, but I'm going to need y'all to do it again. I wish she was my aunt. I know. I know. Or her daughter. So the- I can be her daughter. <laughs> what you talking about? She ain't that old. I could be her daughter. Oh, totally. No. Like we would be Stacey best friends. Was probably in her early forties. I know, but about? I could still She's be her daughter. Like she just made a bad, you know, a few bad decisions in her, in, in her youth. <laughs> yeah, you at the age of five youth, and in her youth <laughs> and shit. And we, youths, we, youths. we, we like sisters. <laughs> okay. Anyway, those of you who are turning eighteen can still register to vote because the vote will be in January and not having the Senate majority would make some of the things that we need to change, uh, very difficult to do. Yeah. So if you are in Georgia, please, um, look into how to register to vote. If you are not already registered and, um, prepare yourselves because you're going to have to do it again. Sorry. Step up to the plate. And those of you who are not donate to the campaign, donate, donate. Yes. They need it. Um, all right, um, Isaac Paul. Yes, ma'am. Do you have an opinion? Yeah, I got tons oh, of God. opinions. I cannot believe that you have been listening for this long. Don't let anyone tell you any different. You are the real MVP. <laughs> but if you're still with us, that means that you're enjoying the shenanigans. This also means that you need to help us keep the party going. See how I did that? <laughs> Head over to Patreon where there is something for every supporter that we have. Early episodes, ad-free episodes, getting advice from the host. You name it, we got it. (laughs) Check it out and search for The Tequila Tales Unleashed. All right, guys, let's get back to it. And and it was I know right, but I'm gonna keep this one brief. Uh, and I, I'll go ahead and keep it on target. Stop it. Uh, <laughs> no, you know what? This this would just be my um my 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 message, my ode uh, to to black women. 
you know, um, and, and we talked about it earlier on this podcast. But, you know, I just I just really, really want to uh, not only tip my hat, but just give my my overwhelming love and, and support and appreciation and admiration for everything uh, that you all are, that you all have been and that you all continue to be. Um, I don't mean that in any way uh, flippantly. I mean that wholeheartedly. I actually come from a family full of strong uh, women. So, you know, I'm 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 a little different in, in the way that I think I've been uh, raised and just kind of how I've, I've developed because I didn't realize until shit, I'm gonna be honest, maybe into my 30s uh, that black women felt certain ways uh, as it relates to um, how they're seen, uh, how they're treated. Um, and, and, and all of this is a reality, but I guess growing up around so many strong black women, uh, who I looked up to, who I saw as role models in many cases, um, you know, I, I just always grew up appreciating them and, and, and almost having an expectation that, you know, you guys are bosses. Uh, but then, you know, as you, as you grow and as you mature and as you just kind of see the way that the world operates, you know, you, you learn that, the truth is very different, you know, um, and it's wild. Uh, I, I take that back. It's not the truth. The reality maybe have been very different, but I think I was closer to the truth uh, than most people. Um, and the reality of it is, is that you guys have always been phenomenal, you know, and this is going to be a very, very exciting time over the next uh, four, hopefully eight years and beyond. Um, I really will be it it will be very exciting to see uh just just black women uh kind of you know step into their own swag and 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 just kind of let let go a little bit kind of feel themselves and and smell yourselves and and even reach you know beyond uh and 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 and, and grabbing more power because I'm going to be honest man I really believe that the solution to a lot of what we are encountering right now is is going to be birthed through black women you know there's just there's there's just something about when y'all when y'all are on your on your on your shit when you all are are speaking your point it you guys are are unrivaled and it's going to be entertaining to see this in the white house i really really hope that kamala embraces that You know, um, I really hope that she embraces being the second most powerful person in the world. I really, really hope that she embraces that because, you know, I even know during the campaign, there's so much about who she is that she had to hide, that she had to push down because of an acknowledgement that everybody's not ready for that. Everybody's not prepared to accept um, uh, true black woman strength you know people can get intimidated by it you know um but now that the campaign is over and she'll have a few years before she's got to go back into campaign mode again for potentially a second term man i want to see her be the whip that i believe she can be i really want to see her treat the shit out of people that come at her sideways you know and me even just knowing her uh prosecutorial background I, I think it's going to be fun sometimes to watch her be able to dig into that bag. And when, when we're not watching Kamala, you know, the candidate, but we're watching Vice President Kamala, 
you know, ain't nobody going to be able to say nothing sideways to her. Right. And then I know if somebody get a little too greasy, she got an entire army of millions of black women that are going to not only step up and see to it that they are holding everybody's accountable. Like like y'all going to snatch niggas wigs back if they need to be snatched back. Right. I honestly believe that that's one of the reasons that nobody got too outlandish during this campaign because they knew they knew I'm not trying to get my ass dragged on black Twitter from these black women. Right. Like we all know it's some black woman that is the handle for the Wendy's, uh, uh, you know, you know, uh, Wendy's Twitter account. Like, like that's what y'all do. Y'all are snap. Y'all snap. Y'all are, are, are intelligent, sharp as a whip. You know what I mean? Like it, this shit is about to be lit. It's about to be lit in a way that I don't think we've seen it for a while. And it may very well be the antithesis of what we've witnessed the last four years. Right. You know? And so I'm, I'm hoping that, um, you know, not only can she really step into, uh, who she is authentically, you know, I, I hope she can be what uh, not only black women, but black men, but everybody, all of America uh, needs her to be right now. And, I, you know, I, I'm speaking about her because, you know, I mean, Joe Biden is going to be Joe Biden. Right. Um, but as far as I'm concerned, man, this this election was 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 about her. You know, it was about her from the jump. And so, you know, I I congratulate her. I congratulate us. I congratulate black women for uh, this, this, this major feat, this major accomplishment, you know. And, you know, with that being said, man, like, man, let's just let's let's see how this all plays out. You know what I'm saying? Shit's about to be mad entertaining. But, uh, you know, that's that's my opinion. And I could be wrong. Thank you, Ike, for that. We really appreciate it. You know, I am looking forward to those moments when Kamala turns into Kamala, okay, from 63rd, and um, does her thing, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and you know, keeps, you know, hope alive is what I'm saying. So thank you for your opinion. We really appreciate it. Um, all right, guys, it's a wrap. I'm, I mean, it's been a long week. We're all kind of like just decompressing off of this amazing news as we record. I'm actually watching CNN and watching all of the celebrations around the country for our new president-elect, Joe Biden, as well as vice president-elect, Kamala Harris. So hopefully good things will come from it. And I will be front and center waiting for all of those interactions to correct a lot of the things that... um happened over the last four years but in terms of our podcast today it's a wrap um we want to of course thank you guys for tuning in and listening to another installment of the tequila tales unleashed we appreciate your continuing support we appreciate you sharing our episodes as well as our live shows with your friends and family it is you that keep us alive and it is you that keep us going from day to day so we really appreciate it um, as well as to our Patreon members, we appreciate your continuing support. Um, you are also um, something that continues to keep us moving forward. So, again, um, you know, it's great. It's great to have you guys as fans. Um, we do ask that you guys continue to share um, the podcast with friends and family through all of your social media outlets that you can. You can follow us on all of um those that are available. So like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Um, YouTube, we do have our own channel. So you can follow that channel at the Tequila Tales. 
Um, now, in addition, don't forget to review the podcast. So you can do that on um, iTunes. You can do that on um, Spotify and, of course, on YouTube, our YouTube channel. So make sure you do that. Um, your words matter. And, of course, for that, that help us. That also helps us keep going. So definitely visit our website. You can visit our website at thetequilatales.com. There you can actually leave us feedback and actually um, reach out to any one of us in terms of um, any information or any questions that you may have in terms of um, um, our recordings for the podcast as well as our live shows. Um, In closing, um, now, if you guys don't already know what you should know, we have switched to a virtual model in terms of our live show. So that happens almost like every other week, I believe. Um, maybe every like three weeks. Three weeks. Right, right. Every three weeks. Right, right. Um, so check with Facebook. Um, we do promote it on all avenues. So keep a lookout for that. If you are interested, I don't want you guys to feel like you cannot be a part of the actual show in terms of it as a guest in the room. Um, so if you guys are interested in being a guest, reach out on Facebook, reach out on Instagram. You can reach out on our, um, the Tequila Tales page, or you can reach out to any of us individually. Um, we do encourage our fans to be a part of our movement. So please do not hesitate to do so. Now, um, in, like, in addition to that, I just want to, to, to physically say, um, everybody, just be great people. Be the greatest version of yourself that you can be. And that will make you feel better from day to day and just feel as though like you're doing enough. Like that's all you need to be. You don't need to worry about anyone else and what anyone else is doing. Just be the best version of you that you can be. And if I can leave you with anything, that's it. That's it. If, if we've learned anything over the last four years, regardless of what party you're primarily with, it's just about being a great person and you know like keeping other people in mind right not being an asshole assholes yeah they get so far but they don't get that far and that's just my opinion okay so again thank you guys for tuning in we really appreciate it have an amazing amazing rest of you guys this week (laughs) 